So uh, do you want me to uh, IM you the, my organization of uh, kind of the topics that I thought might be interesting to discuss and just a few um, points about them? Sure. So the broad topics were um, initiation versus response. And I meant that in regards, typically used it in regards to aggression, but I, obviously, you know, board issues are not an issue of aggression. Um, it's just an issue of debating ethics or whatever you want to call it. Um, and the other thing is psycho psychologizing, uh, misquoting, um, the argument from authority, ad hominem, reputation, and, um, you know, when these things are a fallacy or when they're not, because, you know, these kind of arguments can... It's like argument from authority isn't always a fallacy, then I'm not sure you want to call it an argument from authority. It just depends on the situation. Uh, confidentiality, that was what we were discussing very recently. Uh, and uh, lastly, universalizability. I'm not so sure that we should talk about them in that order. This is just kind of a random listing of some of the issues that I thought were coming up on the board. And um, so there you go. Yeah, I mean, the only one that, I mean, I'm the one that I want to talk about first is this issue of confidentiality. Okay, great. All right. So, go ahead. So, um, basically, uh, I believe the, the, I don't know if we should use the person's name, but uh, I believe the situation was someone emailed, I, I didn't actually realize the information was confidential, but um, this relates to the premium podcast where you were talking about, you know, when to trust in someone's arguments, and you mentioned that uh, this person had some personal problems um, regards to uh, graduate school and their job and, ha and uh, happiness in general. And, well, sorry, uh, sorry, just, just in, I hate to interrupt you right up front, but um, what I actually said was that I was talking about people who had been having a go or attacking me or, or having significant issues with me uh, on the board, and uh, I didn't mention anyone in particular. I certainly didn't mention, we'll just call him Bob. I did mention Bob's uh, handle, right, because it's just his, I don't even think it's his real name, it's just his handle. I mentioned Bob as sort of one person, but I did not associate Bob with graduate school issues, nor, nor did I associate Bob with, with the prior podcast. I just said, and I included people like Neil, so it was going back a month or two or three in terms of people who had, and this was sort of an aggregated podcast to do with people who had, um, had issues with me, but I didn't uh, associate Bob with graduate school issues. Okay, um, I guess I, I thought that was what was happening. Um... Uh, when I listened to it, I, 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 you know, I can't go back and listen to it right now because uh, that would take too long. But, um, you know, I mean, I guess that that was the main issue for me. Um, but I actually wasn't, you know, when I posted my criticism of that, I wasn't talking specifically about confidentiality because I, I wasn't aware of any issues in regards to that. I was just, um, and this kind of gets into the next point. I was just kind of criticizing that argument as being a, a ad hominem. Uh, or, wait, wait, wait. Um, sorry, sorry. Let me just back up for a second because I feel sure. we just kind of skipped over this. Uh, publicly on the board, you said that I had violated confidentiality. Is that not correct? Yes. After, um, after uh, you, you said if your concern is confidentiality, then why are you posting in regards to, um, to uh, a, a premium podcast? And then um, this poster actually posted and said that um, there was a confidentiality violation. So I assumed, and also because you you know you didn't um, you didn't uh, dispute it, so I assumed that that was true. Um, oh, wait, wait, sorry. Have you have you listened to the podcast in question? Yes, yeah, I listened to the entire the, the the premium podcast. I listened to the entire podcast. Right. Um, so I, so you had said that I had. I mean, you were the one who associated with this graduate school issue publicly. I didn't even do it privately. Um. 
actually, uh, I don't think that um, I, uh, in that the the initial response to that podcast, I can look it up right now, um, that uh, I mentioned his name. Um, I'm not sure. I'll have to take a look at it, and uh, it'll be coming up in a moment on FDR. Um, I was just, that my primary criticism was of um, uh, that argument as being an ad hominem. And well, no, 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 you... no. The ad, hang on, sorry, sorry, but I just, I want to be really precise about what we're talking about. Let's separate the ad hominem because that's a separate issue. The question is one of confidentiality, right? Did I um, reveal someone's name with regards to privileged information? Uh, I didn't. I mean, Christina and I listened to the podcast the other night in, in great in great detail, right? Because I was obviously troubled by this this accusation. And at no point did I say that Bob uh, was the person in graduate school who I did the podcast on. Um, well, I, I actually I thought that you did, but I didn't actually mention that in my initial response to it. I said, and I'm looking at it right now, and I don't see this person's name anywhere in my response. And then um, your response to to um to my post was um uh now i'm really confused if you believe if you believe using privileged information is an argument in an argument is wrong why are you posting publicly about a podcast that was clearly is for private donor consumption this was these were the two initial responses my response and then your counter to that um in regards to that that uh, pr premium podcast um and then after that um this person or someone they know or whatever posted saying that there was a confidentiality breach and then I, from that point afterwards, I thought, I assumed that that was the case because they had said so um, and because um, you didn't dispute it. And I also, that was the impression that I had listening to the podcast and now I can't be sure. Um, I would certainly listen to it again. Um, and, uh, um, you know, if, if I'm wrong on that, then, you know, a thousand apologies. Um, but this, I mean, that, you know, this was just something, this impression developed in me. Because initially, I, I thought that you were just talking about information that was publicly on the boards, um, and uh, I think it, I was pretty sure that at some point you mentioned this person's name, and then you were talking about all the other stuff with the graduate school and whatnot. So that was where the link happened in my mind. But um, until uh, you know, you brought up that point about privileged information, and then this person posted about it somewhere else. Um, it didn't occur to me that that was actually privileged, or might have been. Uh, so. Right. So if it is the case that I did not specifically or explicitly link this person's pseudonym to graduate school issues or with a prior podcast on that issue, then it was, I think, an unjust accusation to say that I was revealing privileged information. If that's the case, then yes. And, um, you know, uh, but if you did mention his name and then, you t I mean, you didn't specifically say it, but then you start talking about that, it might be a reasonable inference for people to think you were talking about him. Um, I'd have to look again, and if you know if I'm wrong, then I'll apologize for that. Um, you know, because obviously that would that would have been kind of a, you know, knowing what what we know, we can we kind of um, can make connections a little bit better than people who actually would not know, you know, the situation from both sides. So maybe that's what's going on here. Um, well, and of course, I mean, as far as privileged information goes, the podcast as a whole was released outside of the bounds of the people who had a right to listen to it, right? Because someone sent it to uh, to Bob, which was, you know, something which was not, was explicitly said, this is just for, you know, people who have access for it on the boards, and this obviously this person doesn't have access to it because he's banned. 
So that's also not good, right? I mean, <laughs> that's not a very good or productive or positive situation when people are taking stuff that people have paid for. And I'm sorry. Um, you haven't are you there? Okay, I, you got cut out again. It's, it's, I wonder if this is something with my um, connection here or not. But, um, okay, so, yeah, first of all, um, I think we talked about this. I wasn't the one who sent this person, Bob, um, the podcast. Actually, he told me about it, and I am, um, and that's how I got to it. Um, cause I wasn't even aware of, I wasn't, I mean, I knew about the premium section, but I wasn't looking at it that much. Um, so I have no idea who, uh, who, who sent it to him. Um, in regards to, you know, was it wrong or not that, uh, it was sent to him? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, uh, I, I certainly see your point that you did specify that it was for, you know, uh, donors only. However, this person was prior to his banning was just a few days before this podcast. Um, um, what do you call it? Uh, platinum donor or whatever the the diamond i'm sorry a diamond donor uh level donor well um, but that's not somebody else's decision to make right i mean if i have premium content and block someone from gaining access to it then to send that to someone uh, is clearly against the wishes and intent of of what i was doing right yes uh that, that would be the case um i guess the only question would be from the, who this person's perspective if they also thought it was an ad hominem against him and that it, in some sense, violated confidentiality, then in their mind, that would justify sending it to him because they might well, have felt he had it. I don't think, if, if you, if you, if some, not you, but if, if someone feels that a violation of confidentiality is an issue, I don't see how you solve that by violating the confidentiality of the podcast, right? I mean, th that's, that's completely hypocritical, right? I mean, they, um, could, then, they could then call me and, or, or talk to me and say, look, I think you have an issue here and, and, and talk about it with me privately, but to take matters into their own hands and say, well, because of a violation of confidentiality, I'm going to violate the confidentiality of this podcast by sending it to people that Steph explicitly has denied the right for people to have. I'm sorry. Um, you're... If, sure. If, okay. If somebody you... says that the problem is you, you can't violate a principle if you have a problem with a principle, right? Right. So if you have a problem, if someone has a problem, with confidentiality, then taking matters into their own hands and sending a, around a confidential podcast is violating the very principle that they're criticizing someone for, right? Uh, this, this gets into kind of the, my other point, which was, you know, in which cases do this confidentiality kind of, uh, you know, can you, I don't, I don't want to say violate, but, you know, in which cases is it void? Um, you know, I mean, like, and, there's, and the difference between initiation of something and response to that. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I, am not sure I would say it was the best, it's the best thing to do. And I'm also not sure I would say that, um, it's, it demonstrates hypocrisy because there is a difference between initiating, uh, something and then responding to it. The person might've felt, for example, that, uh, uh, if they, well, let's just work on the premise here. I, I'm, since I can't listen to the podcast again at this moment, um, I'm, you know, I'm not sure what exactly was said, uh, but, um, you know, if they felt that confidentiality was violated and, and, in the in the in the course of that, if they felt that there was an ad hominem against uh, this person, Bob, um, then they may have felt that he had a you know a right to know about this uh, co consequentially. Um, and then so they can just then choose to hand out property that is restricted to people who it's restricted from, right? I mean, well, I'm, then they're not talking to me about it and saying, Steph, I think you did something wrong here, and and they're not. I mean, they're not talking to me about it, right? Then they're just sort of taking matters into their own hands. 
and sending a podcast around. I mean, I don't think it's an essential issue, but I don't think it's a very elevated way to deal with. If there was a violation of confidentiality, I don't think then just violating the confidentiality of the podcast, immediately taking it into your own hands without even telling me, right? Like without even saying, oh, listen, by the way, I sent this podcast to Bob because I um, believe it. I'm sorry. After just a few seconds ago, you got cut out again. I, I don't know what's happening here. No problem. Um, we'll, we'll struggle through. Um, I mean, <laughs> the person, the person, I mean, to just take the matters into your own hands and to take, to take property, which is essentially private, which is earned by people who have access to it, right? Uh, nobody has access. Like, if somebody doesn't have access to this podcast, then sending it to them is a violation uh, of the implicit contract of this is what the premium section is for. And to then do that independently of telling me, uh, I just don't think that's real good. I mean, I think if you, if somebody has a problem with me, particularly since the since they're erroneous, right? Since, since it's wrong, since I did not violate confidentiality, it's clearly egregious, right? Uh, certainly somebody could call me up or, or, you know, I'm available 24-7 pretty much, right? I'm online all the time. Uh, people could call me up and say, I think you violated confidentiality here, Steph, and, and what, you know, what, what, uh, what do you think, right? And then I could say, well, no, I didn't associate this guy with the podcast or with, with graduate school. I mean, I just talked about um, a bunch I'm of people. I'm sorry, again, uh... Uh, a few seconds ago, you got cut out, so you might want to start over again from just a few seconds ago. Oh, sure. Um, well, uh, to to like for someone to take matters into their own hands, to send a podcast that was clearly restricted to somebody it was restricted from, especially if they got it wrong, right? It's pretty egregious. I mean, it's not hell or anything, but it's pretty bad. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, um, I, I actually I do tend to think yes that precisely because of that reason, um, you know. Uh, it probably would have been better for this person to whoever sent it to the, to Bob to uh, talk to you about it first and maybe listen to it again, um, you know, before uh, doing that at least, because you know obviously um, the justifiability of their action depends entirely on whether or not uh, confidentiality was in fact violated. Um, now the other question I would have is even if I did associate Bob with a, a graduate school issue. Uh, nobody knows this person's real name, the country they live in. Uh, they don't know where they go to school. Uh, that there's no personally identifiable information. Even if I had made this association, there's still not a shred of personally identifiable information in what it is that I was talking about. Um, no, I mean, yeah, but they uh, at least this person, Bob, uh, told me that he explained his reasons for requesting confidentiality, and and yeah, that uh, you know his handle on the forum doesn't uh, reveal personal information, but um, you know someone interested in that could look it up, and then I think uh, his user account um, or you know by Google Cache or whatever, and I believe he did have his actual name, and I guess the issue had something to do with it. Um, uh, with it affecting people that he knew and being recognized and I, I, something like that. I don't want to get into too many details, but it's not really that relevant. But I mean, the point is that if someone uh, wanted to, they could, once they know this person's handle name on FDR, they can look that up somehow and um, that, again, his real name. Um, that, that was kind of the, the point. You know, and even if they, now they may not get an address, but people who happen to, I guess the issue revolves around people who happen to know them. And uh, also for some might be listening to FDR, um, you know, then they can kind of backtrack that. That that that's the issue. Right, right. No, I can certainly understand that uh, as a concern for sure. I mean, but but again, I mean, listen to the podcast again. I do not explicitly link this guy either with a prior podcast or any person's name with uh, graduate school issues. I'll certainly do that, and um, you know, if. Uh, if uh, you know that's the case, then you know I will certainly apologize. I mean, actually, I'll apologize in advance if, if that's the case. 
um, you know, I'm, I actually, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt because, um, you know, you and me and other people who listen to it kind of, um, you know, know the inside scoop here. And thus, you know, if you mentioned, I believe you did actually mention the person's handle. And then, you know, if you then talk about things that were, you know, related to that person, um, then, you know, in our, in our minds, it's kind of, it, you know, um, that, that connection is very easy to make, but maybe not so in the case for people who actually hadn't been, you know, um, listening to this entire thing, you know. So, so I'll, I'll go back and take a look at it. And, uh, you know, if that's the case, then, you know, I apologize. But initially, that wasn't my, my objection, you know. I and mean, also, if somebody, if somebody did want to, uh, sorry to interrupt, if somebody did want to find this person's handle through some, I don't know, Google reverse engineering that I don't even know what it is or how to do it, uh, they could do that anyway, right? I mean, if, if somebody wanted to look up this person's email and do a Google search, they could find them whether or not I had said anything. Oh, yes, yes. But I mean, the, the issue is that they wouldn't have known, um, you know, if they listen, if someone listens to this podcast and then, um, you know, uh, makes the you know, then they can link that to this particular handle name and then correspondingly to the whatever real information is in the profile. But it's pretty tenuous, right? I mean, it's it's pretty tenuous. I mean, if somebody wanted to find this person's information, uh, they could do it anyway, right? That's that's just what you do when you go on the internet, regardless of anything that I say or don't say. If somebody wanted to find out more about this person, they could just do that search, and and like that's that's not. I mean, it's pretty tenuous then to say, well, I included it in a set of people who'd had problems with me over the last couple of months, and right, that's that's a pretty long way from. This is this guy's address. Here's where you know. Here's where he goes to school. Here's his grade point average. Here's his name and here's his social insurance number. I mean, it's a pretty long way to to I think blanket something as as fairly volatile as you know violation of confidentiality. I mean, I'm just saying it's it's a pretty long way to go. I think. Yeah, I, I certainly understand what you're saying. Um, it's, I mean, also partly because this is a, a premium. You know, there's a select number of people who can listen to this podcast. Um, yeah, I would just say that, you know, yeah, yeah, there is a, there is a long way to go. Um, true. But I mean, the, the, if that in fact happened, the principle is still the same, but, but I'll, I'll take a look at that, um, again, um, you know, because that wasn't my initial impression. It was just an impression that developed as because of your response and then the, the writings of a bunch of other people on this issue. Um, so, you know, I mean, now certainly, you know, cause initially you didn't deny it. So that was, um, you know, that was kind of, you know, my thinking now that you have denied it, of course, um, you know, uh, I have no reason a priori to give, you know, you or this person any particular, you know, to believe one over the other in particular and certainly not to, you know, assume that you're well, lying about it. Except so, you I mean, had the podcast, so, though. Except you had the podcast, right? So this yeah, is not yeah. a hearsay situation, right? You actually had yeah. the podcast. Yes, exactly. That's, I mean, I, I, what I'm saying is uh, given that I don't remember, exa- you know, the exact sequence of what was said, um, you know, uh, obviously I'll go back and look at that. I'm just saying right now. You know, right now, I'm not going to, you know, given that you're telling me that, no, you didn't violate confidentiality, I'm not going to say, no, I believe, you know, I believe for you, you know, um, even though I don't remember precisely what was said. I'm just, you know, so I'll go back and take a look at that. Um, and, you know, um, I, I certainly couldn't understand, you know, how a mix-up like this could happen, um, you know, and I, you know, obviously also understand, I understand, like, why this person might feel a little bit, uh, you know, sensitive about this. And I also understand, uh, you know, obviously from your perspective, um, you know, that this is a very severe thing. And I, this is obviously why you wanted to talk about it first. Well, and, and the other question, which I would sort of have, and this I think ties into the, the question around initiation versus response. I sort of have a principle, which I've talked about before, right? Which is, which is, you know, you treat people as well as you can. And after that, you treat them as they treat you. 
Now, I don't want to get buried into the murk of this post and that post, but uh, my impression was that this person was uh, attacking me on principle, and then when it was pointed out that he was applying those principles inconsistently... Uh, uh, I said, presume well, you were that saying was... that he was applying this principle inconsistently? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that to me is, you know, pretty bad, right? I mean, that's my definition of corruption, right? Which is to use ethics, to use the argument from morality um, to, to as a personal attack, right? That's, that's pretty bad in my book. Or it's not the end of the world. It's not you know, evil or anything, but it's pretty bad. And so my sort of perspective is something like this. Like if I say to you, hey, David, I'm going to give you a call at 2 o'clock tomorrow, right? And then you leave an answering machine message on my, <laughs> my, my phone saying, Steph, you're a total asshole and a jerk and corrupt and dictatorial and mean and whatever, whatever, right? I'm not sure that I'm really obligated to call you tomorrow, even though I said I was going to. Like, I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't call you tomorrow, right? Because for me, um, the social graces must be reciprocated, right? There must be a reciprocal relationship. Just as I don't have the right to come up and pop you in the nose, but if you come up and pop me in the nose, then I can use force, right? I mean, that's sort of the principle of, of self-defense, which is fundamentally around reciprocity and the non-initiation. So um, me, even right, if I made got, a sorry, you got cut out after funda. Uh, I presume you're going to say fundamental to libertarianism or something of that uh, nature. No, it's it's just basically that uh, if if uh, if I make a a sort of implicit commitment to you, like I'll call you at two o'clock tomorrow, or I'll never reveal anything about you or anything like that, uh, and then you verbally abuse me, then I don't think I don't feel that I'm bound by any particular rule uh, around politeness from that standpoint or you know what I mean? Like, so if, if I say I'm going to call you tomorrow and then you call me a jerk and a this and a that, then I think if I don't call you tomorrow, I'm not violating my promise or my word, if that makes any sense. I would agree there. I would just draw a distinction between that and uh, um, and uh, a, a pledge or whatever you want to call it, confidentiality. I mean, like, okay, if, if you say, you know, uh, if Bob calls you up or whoever, let's just say, you know, X, they call you and they say, you know, I want to talk to you about something confidentially. And then, you know, and you say, sure, you know, confidential. And then they start, they proceed to, you know, in, in that confidential conversation to start cursing you out and, you know, whatnot. And, you know, obviously that's, you know, very frightening. And you might want to talk to the cops about that or something, you know, <laughs> you know, or tell it to someone because, you know, that's kind of like a abuse of the confidentiality. But um, I, my impression is that in this individual's case, the confidentiality itself wasn't abused. I mean, if, you know, let's just, um, you know, go with what you're saying um, for now about this, this um, the uh, accusing you on something of principle and then not um, adhering to that universally. I, I'd like to come back to that later, but let's just go with that assumption for now. Um, you know, that that doesn't relate to the confidentiality. So I, I don't see how, you know, that in particular, you know, means that the confidentiality, can, I mean, if, you know, if they, you know, in the prior separate instances, they request confidentiality about, you know, various issues relating to graduate school and job and whatnot and then you know you talk about that in a podcast and you know in the podcast you i i believe this was talked about in some podcast a while back um these issues and then you know you obviously don't mention the name and then you know later on there's some issue where they um uh you know they accuse you of not adhering to principle and then you or not adhering to a specific principle and then you point out you try attempt to point out a conflict um you know and you're you're, you're what you're saying there is that that's kind of using the argument from from morality against someone. I mean, in a, uh, a non-consistent uh, kind of, uh, you know, unethical way. Well, if, you know somebody that... if somebody violates ethics towards me, I'm not sure exactly. I mean, this is just, this is not core, right? Because I didn't make this association. But even if I had, I mean, I just sort of tell you, and, you know, this, this is something that's important for people to know, because it's very much in, um, 
uh, in, in keeping with what I've talked about, right? I mean, people say that they find me confusing, but I do have 800 podcasts about what I think is, is sort of reasonable in, in relationships. But if somebody acts in an unethical manner towards uh, me... I'm sorry, right after if somebody... Sure. If um, somebody acts in an unethical manner towards me, I don't feel bound to act in a superior ethical manner in return. I mean, that's just that's a principle that I have that I've talked about from the very beginning, right? And we, we and certainly that's the non-aggression principle, right? That you have the right to. So yeah, if, if somebody violates ethics with regards to me, I don't think that it's necessarily fair to, and certainly nothing that I would particularly feel bound by to um, uh, to to act in a you know stainlessly ethical manner in, in return. Um, I, I would tend to agree. I would think that it wouldn't mean that it would be good to act in an unethical manner back. I mean, I, just the example I would use is, let's take Christina. Um, obviously, she's totally unrelated to all of this because, you know, she has her own... I'm just, let's just, you know, take a hypothetical example of her and one of her clients. And, um, you know, presumably all of her clients are somewhat, you know, reasonable people and they don't uh, yell at her or anything. But, you know, let's just say that... Um, you know, because she's a psycholo psychologist, right? Um, you yeah. know, she's a professional. And they always have this uh, agreement of confidentiality. And, you know, so she has therapy with this person or whatever. And, um, you know, so they've been having therapy and talking about various issues and going along productively and all of that in, within confidentiality. And then all of a sudden in one meeting, uh, this person just goes schizo on her and, or something, you know, and, and starts, you know, calling her names and, um, you know, making threats or, or whatnot. I mean, that certainly would justify, you know, um, her telling someone else or, um, you know, if she thought that was practical about this to, to kind of take preventative action. Um, yeah, she know. could report it to the college. She would, uh, and of course, there are situations if, if a patient is acting unethically, right, if they confess to a crime or something, then I mean, the confident, in Christina's case, and of course, this is subject to her checking, that's just my understanding, uh, she's actually bound to, to reveal the information. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But but I, I believe that it wouldn't uh, that wouldn't mean that you would reveal other unrelated information to that. Um, I mean, or that that you wouldn't reveal the unrelated information to that threat or whatever it may be, but only the information that was you know surrounding the threat um, and relevant to the threat. You know, like if this person is someone's talking to her about their family and and uh, their various dysfunctions or whatnot, and then all this you know that's been going on for weeks, and then all of a sudden one day they come in and you know. Uh, Christina, I mean, says something to them and it kind of touches some nerve and then they, you know, they explode at her and, you know, maybe they, they start to become, you know, they, it looks like they're going to be violent. Um, certainly she, you know, the, the confidentiality there is, is in, in that particular case for that session is, is invalid, you know, for anything surrounding that violence and, or threat of violence. But I don't think that affects any of the prior sessions. Right, uh, but right, of course. But the case that I was making in the premium podcast was entirely like required information. I, I'm sorry, uh, you got right after entirely. The the case that I made in the premium podcast required information, right? That that was to do with uh, with uh, with personal history, right? I mean, there, there was simply no way to make that case because if I had said, I mean, as you know, the basic argument is that uh, if you are a marriage counselor. Uh, it's relevant whether you've had three failed marriages in the past, right? If you were a dietitian, it's relevant if you're overweight, right? So if if you were, say if you're a financial advisor but you're currently going through bankruptcy, that's relevant, right? So when you put yourself forward as an expert in a particular area, your own personal competence is not irrelevant to uh, the situation. It doesn't prove anything, 
but it is a way of all of us being able to be more efficient in terms of how we evaluate conflicts, right? Because one of the things that I want to do is to reduce the amount of board clutter to do with all of this, you know, this person said this and that thread and the other. And the way to do that is when somebody makes a knowledge claim about expertise, then we can look at their own success. I'm sorry, right after a knowledge claim about expertise, we'll obviously have to edit this a lot before we uh, publish it. <laughs> we can, uh, we can uh, I mean, their own personal history. Right? If somebody claims expertise in an area, their own personal history uh, of success or failure in that area is, uh, is relevant, right? Um, yeah, and in the particular area that they're talking about, yes, I, I would agree. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, but it's just it's my understanding that, you know, what you said is that there was no confidentiality breach. Um, this, the, any, uh, and the appearance of a breach is because, you know, um, or this is my interpretation, the appearance of a breach is because, you know, we board members who have been listening can kind of jump to that connection because, you know, we, we kind of know who you're talking about, even if you don't mention their names specifically, but you mention them in that podcast. And then later on, you talk about this and that, and we can make the connection because we already know about it. But, um, you know, other people can't. I mean, you know, someone without the, the same knowledge is, you know, those of us on the inside, so to speak, couldn't make that connection. Right. And my issue um, is that people, people published uh, on the public board, right, a, a, a conclusion about me without ever asking me, right, without I'm, ever asking. Uh, and and uh, who are you referring to me or? Um, I, to, I, mean, I can't uh, remember because there's a whole big long thread about how how bad I was in, in breaking confidentiality and this and that. And the reason I didn't respond is nobody ever asked. Nobody IM'd me. Nobody sent me an email. Nobody asked me. I mean, I'm online all the time, and uh, nobody ever asked, right? It was just a, uh, it was a stampede. It was a, uh, you know, like this is the mob, a mob thing, right? Everybody just, you know, even without hearing the podcast, oh, yeah, bro, confidentiality violation, blah, 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 right? And nobody ever asked. Nobody said, well, Steph, you know, perhaps you can help us understand this. Uh, what was your, you know, your experience, your situation? What was your decision? Clearly, you've been running this podcast for a year and a half. You've dealt with, you know, hundreds of confidentiality things without any problem, with highly sensitive issues. What's the difference here? Like, nobody I'm, I'm asked. Sorry. Right? Um, nobody asked. Uh, it's just a rush yeah. to judgment and, and a blanket condemnation. And the reason I didn't respond was nobody asked. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. I, I certainly understand, you know, your... Uh, frustration and, you know, being upset with that. Uh, and actually, I would, uh, you know, I would um, myself kind of uh, apologize for that because I also didn't ask. Um, but I just kind of assumed based on your response um, that you were conceding it. And, so you don't uh, think innocent until proven guilty, right? Oh, no. I, uh, <laughs> or I'm I, incumbent. Know. Like, we have to prove our innocence now? Isn't that sort of a violation of pretty fundamental legal legal norms? Um, no, I, I, it just seemed to me like you were conceding the point in your response to me, or actually you, you brought it up. So, I mean, it seemed to me like you were, you know, cause I wasn't initially talking about that and then other, and you, and you brought that up. Brought what um, up? Oh, you, you brought up the confidentiality. My post wasn't, you know, my initial response to this podcast didn't mention anything about confidentiality and then you brought it up. So no, I mean, you posted, then... you posted, remember I said you posted publicly on the board about how I had violated confidentiality in a private podcast. You didn't this, email me about it, right? This was, this was, yes, I, I did eventually, but this was after my, my initial response was just talking about how I thought that, that your argument was invalid and that it was an ad hominem. And then you responded saying that, um, if I was so concerned about confidentiality, why was I posting about, uh, um, wait, 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 why would I respond to confidentiality if you hadn't mentioned confidentiality? Well, I don't know, but, but you did. 
No, I mean, no, no. Now, what happened, David, was that you posted that there'd been a, a an ad hominem and a, a violation of confidentiality. I deleted the post. I can go and check it later. But um, there's just no one. Why on earth would I respond to, to an accusation that was never made? I mean, that, why, why would I make I didn't even think about the confidentiality issue. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. But what, you know, I, I can read off what I wrote. And um, let's see. Uh, it's this right here. Um, it's uh, under the deleted threads, the response to podcasts, my final thoughts on the recent board conflicts. And it's just, I listened to the uh, donor pod, I listened to the uh, donor only podcast on the board conflict, and I thought it was largely a giant ad hominem. Calling it a question someone's argument because of their relative success in life is not a valid argument against their argument, particularly when you aren't, when they aren't successful in, particularly when. Um, I'm not sure exactly what I meant there, but that seems a little bit unclear. Isn't the, isn't the particular topic of their oh, particularly when what they aren't su successful in isn't the particular topic of their argument. In this case, you said that some of the people arguing for voting weren't successful in grad school, their careers, or happiness. However, they weren't advised they weren't advising people about how to get through grad school, have successful careers, or live a happy life. They were making an argument about the ethicality and practicality of voting. The other problem I had with that this is that even if only amongst ah. You publicly humiliated. Okay, you publicly humiliated individuals using information they provided you. I see where you, where you're thinking that. Uh, what do you mean where I'm thinking that? That's what you wrote, I David. I'm not thinking that. That's what you wrote. Yes, it, this is what I wrote, but I, I was not um, referring to confidential information because it was my impression that this information was all all, ever, all of the information that you mentioned was publicly available on the boards. You said um, using information they'd provided to you. Yes, Most but it was, this was not provided with you the, the idea that it might be turned around and used against the individual's arguments, right? I mean, that is a, a complaint about confidentiality, right? Provided um, to actually, me, not, not provided to the board, right? Provided to me. Actually, that, that isn't uh, actually, yes, I, I see what you're, um, you know, how you might interpret that, but that isn't what I meant. I simply meant they were providing it to you in the sense that, um, you know, they, you were the person they were asking about, but it was my impression that this information was on the board. And in a later post um, somewhere, uh, I said that actually it was my impression this information was all public. So that was... Um, but, and this is why it's important, rather than posting in a public forum when you have a moral criticism of someone, to talk to I'm them. I'm sorry, right after public forum... Uh, well, this is why it's important when you have a moral criticism of someone, rather than posting confusing text like this, which to me clearly indicates that you felt there was a violation of confidentiality, is to call someone, right? To just, just call me up. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess I would say that that probably would have been a better way to deal with it because then we could have, um, you know, figured out what exactly it meant without uh, so much difficulty. Well, then but, we I mean, bypass the whole problem with confidentiality anyway. We could have cleaned that all up, right? Because the issue that I have, like fundamentally, is that I'm not sure how you get to say that I'm publicly humiliating people when you accuse me of bad things with no proof. Um. Well, like, isn't that actually, kind of publicly humiliating me? I mean, I'm just this is the fundamental thing I can't quite get. Okay, actually, see, this is you know, in my in my response to that, to your response to <laughs> this is a little kind of weird here, but you know, you responded talking about um, you know the confidentiality of the uh, of the premium content, and then in my response to that, one of the things I said, in any event, what I was objecting to wasn't the use of privileged information, as the information wasn't privileged. I believe it was provided to the entire board by posters. So I did come back and clarify what I meant by that. Oh. Uh, okay. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I w it was not my initial impression that this information was uh, privileged. I just said, I, I, then I said it sensitive, by that, which I didn't mean privileged, but, um, you know, kind of like personal, um, you know, that kind of information. I, 
I didn't uh, wasn't actually aware that it was privileged um, or that any any there wasn't any privileged information in regards to this entire topic. So I, um, as of this this post, um, your response to that uh, made me believe that it was privileged and that you know you didn't dispute it. So I thought that you did disclose privileged information. No, no, I was simply talking about the principle, right? Okay, Which, yeah. Um, I mean, it's simply, I mean, if somebody attacks me on principle, right, then, then I... I'm sorry, right after if somebody did, attacked... Well, if somebody criticizes me on principle, right, then I think I have the right to ask them, if, if I believe that they're very, right, because this, the, this is the issue around me, right, with sort of why, how I think of things, and I'm not putting you in this category, this is just my thinking, right, that if somebody uses a principle and violates a principle in the attack, that's kind of hypocritical, and I'm not putting you into this category, that's why... I don't respond to the content, but to the form of the argument, right? So that I can figure out whether or not it's really a principle that's being applied, right? And that was the issue with Bob, right? So Bob attacks me for being this, that, and the other. And then I point out that somebody was that much worse, even if I was that way. And they say, well, that person doesn't count. I'm only going to focus on you, right? So then I say, well, that is not a principle. And then he says, well, yeah, duh, you know, <laughs> right? So that's what I sort of try and figure out when somebody uh, comes at me with a, a sort of fundamental criticism about my ethics or my character, then I try and figure out what principle are they are they using? Right? And okay, so, I yeah, sorry, go ahead. I certainly yeah, I understand what you're saying there, and um, you know, uh, this was obviously a misinterpretation because then you know after this after this thread here, which um, we moved to the elitist section, um, and then I posted only in response to the in the premium area where only premium people can view it or whoever has access to it. Um, you know, after that, then uh, whoever else, Serena or some other person, I forget, some um, uh, posted, you know, saying that the information was confidential. And that's when that is, you know, only then did I, you know, presume, you know, presume actually and go on the assumption that it was. Because then looking back at what you wrote, it seemed to me like you were conceding that point. Um, you know, that that was what, it, you know, that was just the situation. And you know, yeah, I, I apologize for that, because um, I see your point, you were not, you know, you weren't conceding that. You just simply weren't responding to it because you wanted to get uh, the issue of the the issue of the, princ the principle of confidentiality. Um, this kind of gets to another issue, which is you know universalization. Um, but I, I don't. Before we move on to that, uh, do you want to talk? Is there anything else you want to mention about the confidentiality thing? No, I mean I just uh, my my issue uh, is is basically that uh, yeah yes it means one sort of thing like if I borrow ten bucks from you then I'm honor-bound, you know, morally bound to, to pay it back. But if you then steal, a hundred, I mean, this is a ridiculous example, but, you know, just for the sake of principle, if you then steal $1,000 from me, I don't think that you can then phone me up and say, by the way, you also owe me 10 bucks, right? <laughs> I mean, to me, that's, that, you know, that there is a, um, uh, a cessation of reciprocal responsibility when there is uh, egregious or abusive action on the part of, of one person. That's the principle that I work with because I don't believe in turning the other cheek and I don't believe in taking the high road because I believe in the non-aggression principle and I believe in self-defense. So, uh, so that's, I mean, whether we agree whether that was justified or not in this situation, I just wanted to be clear that that's the way. That I'm sorry, right after this situation. That's the um, way that I, uh, that's the way that I, I approach these issues. Okay, well then, you know, closing out the confidentiality section, I just, I would like to apologize to you for that because you're right, I didn't, I didn't IM you and ask you about it. Um, I was, you know, to me it seemed, you know, just um, to be quite frank, I, I, you know, I got the impression that, uh, you know, you were, getting, you were being a little bit volatile and, um, you know, I didn't kind of, you know, uh, I just didn't uh, think that, um, 
I'm not sure exactly what I was thinking, but I will I will apologize to you for not um, you know for not you know asking you personally about this, and then you know obviously the other person was claiming that there was confidentiality breach and whatnot, but I did not actually ask you about it, so I I apologize for that, and I hope you accept my apology. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, we've known each other a long time, right? Off and on, so uh, yeah. certainly. I mean, if I have done something wrong, then uh, I'm certainly think that I'm you know, usually pretty okay with apologizing and, and changing my behavior and so on. But I'm sorry, right after apologizing. And changing my behavior. Uh, so, I mean, it's just, it, it's not about you and I, right? I mean, this is just in, this. The, the important thing here is not the board and it's not you and it's not me. The important thing is is how to avoid escalation in personal relationships, right? To keep the channels of communication open. And of course, after, um, you know, when I did the premium podcast on Bob, this was after, you know, many posts and, and, and comments conversations and a long debate and right so we'd had a lot of conversations right so i'm not sort of saying you know c call me but i'm just going to release podcasts i mean this was after a long uh, series of interactions so uh, generally i think it's better to try and get as much conversing directly before going to public uh, accusations but anyway so we can move on to universalization if you like okay um yeah uh that yeah certainly i agree with that and uh you know i'm glad that you accept my apology for that um now, okay, so universalization. This this kind of gets to the you know the other thing surrounding uh, the whole Bob uh, conflict or um, whatnot. And uh, I believe you mentioned that. Um, what was the? Your, can you just briefly say again that the issue around which you thought Bob wasn't uh, applying a principle universally when he was criticizing you? Um, I believe it had something to do with. Uh, actually, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. I remember. I remember this issue. You know, this was one of the points of conflict that arose. But could you just you know, if you remember. Um, you know, uh, mention that. Well, I I can't particularly. Um, I, I don't want to get into too much detail because it's dragging other names in, and I'm going to overcomplicate this. But um, basically, I was involved in a debate with someone where that person was uh, acting very badly, and then Bob uh, criticized me on principle, and I said, "Well, but why aren't you mentioned anything about this other person?" Right? Again, because I'm trying to understand: is this person using ethics to attack me, which is really bad? Or are they genuinely applying objective principles, in which case they're a friend and a brother and they're there to help, right? Because people can use ethics. Okay, I, I remember right? this. Yes, um, this was the issue. I, I believe it had something to do with uh, this, this whole thing about, like, it might, it might have revolved around this 9-11 yeah, yeah, building. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah this, this thing. And then he mentioned his uh, analogy, and I guess you had, you had said... Ooh, like, okay, hang on. Let me just make a note there. You just mentioned the name. Oh, oh I'm sorry. No problem. We, um, I'll, I'll, edit, I'll edit it, yeah. Yeah, um, that's quite, quite easy. Quite easy to do. Um, no, I know what you mean. Go ahead. So, um, okay, so um, Bob. Uh, yeah, I guess I believe Bob's analogy was uh, just that. Uh, you know, because you know this this other poster, I forget his name. You know, he uh, he thought that the 9/11 thing was a, a scam and that the buildings hadn't actually been crashed into it. Blah blah blah. We don't need to talk. That's not really an important issue, and whether or not it was, you know, whatever. I don't have an opinion on that. But um, and then, you know, uh, later on, he said something about, you know, I don't know, there's some strange thing where he was talking to someone and he thought his house was burning down. And then he realized, oh, no, it wasn't. And you said, was it about to collapse? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I made a joke, right, saying that if you yeah. can't even figure out what's happening in real time, doesn't that give you any doubt about what happened seven years ago when you weren't there? And yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. I just thought yeah, it was and, kind of funny. And definitely it was a little bit snarky. But, you know, we're all big people. We can handle that. Right. 
Yeah, that, I, yeah, and that, and that, and then that, that was where the, the I believe the person said what was so funny about that, and blah blah blah, and you explained it. And certainly, this is kind of gets to an, a, a side issue of you know sarcasm and you know when is it uh, appropriate and when is it not, and you know that this is kind of things where pe- people take things you know differently depending on. Um, you know, well, how you know, and, and the, sorry to interrupt. The really irritating thing about that for me was that everybody started jumping down my throat for making one joke when this guy had been contradicting himself and pulling up bogus stuff and then, uh, you know, lying about responses and twisting things, right? Like, oh, I thought you meant Celsius when it turned out that Celsius would have melted things even faster. You know, just really acting in a non – without integrity, right? Just just making – Yeah, it and, and then I believe that uh, Bob um... – uh, you know, his analogy, I mean, you know, and then, you know, everyone, everyone, most people thought that was funny as well. And then I believe, you know, Bob uh, posted, responded, trying to, ex- you know, explaining something like with a classroom analogy where, you know, if someone was uh, one kid in the class had this opinion and say about the, I think it was a death penalty, you know, you support the death penalty. And then you know, everyone else disagreed with them, you know, and then later on, the teacher said, you know, after someone mentioned that someone was caught for, I don't know, stealing a penny or whatever. And the teacher turned to that kid and said, do you think we should execute him too? You know, and then uh, the analogy was about how, you know, isolated that kid would feel in the class and, and, and you know, whatnot. Um, even though it wasn't, you know, pers- that was the analogy. And then, you know, um, and, you know, you just said you made it was a little bit snarky. That was also funny. Um, and your cr- objection to that he was... Um, uh, sorry, can you just... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll make a note. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm glad that this isn't live because it's very difficult to, um, <laughs> you know, to... You know, I'm going to uh, leave this in and then really talk to you about it. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm just kidding. Go on. Never mind. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, you know, uh, difficult to, co- to continue talking and, you know, made up names all the time. But, um, yeah, any, anyways, you know, what, what was said was that, you know, yeah, that was what he said. And then your objection to that was, you know, well, this guy, you know, was in another thread with me. And uh, he was distorting things and, you know, saying Celsius and Fahrenheit. And, you know, he thought what he thought you said, um, what was it? Uh, well, he was, he was, I mean, it was clear to everyone that this guy was arguing without integrity, right? So I asked him a question about 9-11. He said, that's absolutely false. And then I posted it uh, from a 9-11 site that he'd quoted where they say this is true. And then he said, no, it's true, but I thought you meant this. Which was, Like, it was just nonsense, right? This guy was just not arguing with integrity. And nobody touched him at all, right? Nobody said, you know, gee, I think this, this guy also posted polls about Ron Paul, and I said, but they're not valid polls, because they're just web polls, right? They don't have, you know, control tests, they don't have, like, they're not going through rigorous analysis, people can write JavaScripts to pump those things up, it's just not a valid poll, right? Um, right after JavaScripts. Uh... <laughs> right, so, I mean, th- this guy was just, obviously, dancing around, twisting things, lying, backsliding, this is just not a good situation, right? And, and so, if somebody then comes down hard on me, for my interaction with this person, then it's I, then I want to know: Are they attacking me and using principles, which is really bad, or are they applying principles consistently and finding me to be the problem? Right, and that that's a reasonable question to ask when somebody criticizes you at a moral level. Okay, I, I can certainly understand that, and I didn't, you know. I was didn't follow that thread, so I don't know what went on. But I'll just take your word for it that. Uh, and then he said, "Sorry." Then he said, "Well, I'm I'm only going for you because you're the big guy, you're the board guy, you're the this, you're the that." And it's like, okay, so it's not a principle. You just yeah, like, I that. Uh, right. So so and then he he, he didn't say, "Well, I'm sorry for uh, calling you a bully uh, on principle uh, when it is not in fact a principle." Like he just didn't apologize uh, and then continued to escalate. Right. So. That's just, I mean, <laughs> that can't work, right? I'm I mean, sorry. Um, I don't know why this keeps on happening, but uh, yeah, okay. I, I, I know what you're, what you're talking about. I remember, I remember this uh, issue and more Let me just boil now. it down, if you don't mind, just so we don't have to keep referring to a, a fairly lengthy, right? So if I say to you, uh, 
you're really a bad person because you're sneezing once a day and you're stand you're standing next to someone who's sneezing 10 times a day right then i think it's reasonable to say well if that's the standard why are you going for me right uh yeah i mean you know uh, i certainly understand where you're coming from there now i believe not position was that um or his argument was that you know he was going he was kind of criticizing you because you are you're the board owner now your response to that was you know you don't believe in a separate moral category i guess you know his position was that you know it, it has more of an influence if uh you know anything that the the most visible person uh does has more of an influence on the rest of the board culture so to speak and you know i just add to that what the only thing i added was that you know people have limited resources and uh you know, they can't attack everything that they see is wrong. So I don't know if, if Bob was responding in that thread. Um, well, but look, I mean, know, the, the th th there's, no, there's no question that the foundation of free domain radio is universally preferable behavior. And there's no question that I have about a million times said that moral principles must be universal, right? And that you can't just invent yeah. different categories for people, right? So there, c there can be no doubt that that was not going to be a valid argument, right? But no, I think it was a. Uh, um, I mean, whether you agree or not, he wasn't. I don't think he was violating universal, universality. He wasn't saying that you know that uh, this person was right. Uh, I mean, it was you know that it was more wrong for you than it was for this. Yeah, person. No, no, no. He was. He I was think... absolutely saying that it was more wrong for me because when you criticize someone and you ignore someone else by the default position, right? You are saying that the person that you're spending the time criticizing is worse than the person you're not spending time criticizing. I mean, that, that's just implicit in the action, right? Or just that it's, you know, I, mean, I think what he was saying is that, you know, it's more public. I mean, not more public, but it has more of an effect because... Uh, right, know, so my, um, my, my bad behavior is magnified, according to his argument, because I'm a board owner, right? Yeah, I believe that was essentially his argument. Right, which, of course, is completely contrary to the principle of universality. Right, which is you, you don't get to put a uniform on and shoot people, right? Like, you don't get to call someone a cop and give them completely different moral categories, right? And you don't get to exaggerate someone's behavior because they happen to be a board owner, right? Right is right, wrong is wrong. That's the foundation of what we talk about. Yeah, um, you know, certainly, but uh, yeah, okay. I mean, right, when I came into this argument, I had no you know, knowledge of the 9-11 the debate. Um, so, you know... I, I I see. I understand what you're saying. Certainly, um, it's it's no more. You know, if if uh, this other post, the the 9/11 poster, says something, um, I I don't know who it was, but it doesn't really matter. You know, if if he is engaging in debate in this kind of fallacious way where he's misrepresenting facts, and then you quote the fact, and then um, you know, just makes up uh, something else, and yeah, it's just no good. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know that. Yeah, that that's that's not right, and um, it's no better for him just because you know he's. Uh, you know, uh, a member than it is for you. Well, but I wasn't doing that, right? See, that's the issue. I wasn't just making up stuff and misrepresenting stuff and changing my story and backtracking and like I wasn't doing any of that. Yeah, I see. What, yeah, I know. I, what 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 uh, Bob, you know, was criticizing was was critical of was this kind of was a snarky comment. Now, you know, I mean, um, having more of a, a background understanding of the of the you know what went on in this debate, I understand what you're saying. I, I mean, I also understand what you know what saying so I, I don't know like how you know if he was in uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry um <laughs> i obviously would not make a very good uh, psychologist because um you know <laughs> these kind of things just happen for me so uh you know if we could please uh, um we can edit this out sure, and, no problem. Uh, problem. bob <laughs> um it's very fortunate this isn't live um you know uh bob uh 
I actually just totally forgot uh, what I was talking about. Well, I, I can mention this as well, though. But you see, if me making a snarky comment is, if it is a principle, right? If it is a principle that making a snarky comment is bad, then I don't get a lot of complaints about the Jennyism podcasts where I was openly mocking a subjectivist or where I openly mock the irrationality of statists or religious people, right? Um, I don't, like, where I make a minor snarky comment. I'm sorry, uh, right after I don't, you got uh, cut out. Where there. I make a minor snarky comment, uh, if, if I got a significant amount of complaints every single time that I made a minor snarky comment about intellectual uh, lack of integrity, right, then my inbox would be full, like uh, 5,000 emails a day, right? Right. So again, it's the, yeah, it's the principle, yeah. right? If you're going to say, well, I haven't bothered you about all the other snarky comments, but this snarky comment, I'm now going to come down on you like a ton of bricks. I have every right to be confused. Um. Yeah, I certainly understand what you're saying. I mean, and um, I would just, this is kind of something that I want, you know, was thinking about before with snarky comments, sarcasm, um, you know, when is it... Uh, I mean, you know, it, it can be um, kind of instructive or humorous, and it can also be kind of abusive depending on the situation. So that, that to, there's kind of, for me, there's kind of a murkiness there, um, you know. But, oh, come on. Uh, tell me I certainly you... understand what you're saying. You know, like, you know, people do not uh, get, get uh, at least FDR members, don't get particularly annoyed when, you know, you make a snarky comment about socialists, right. you know, or whatever, some kind of funny thing there. Um, I, you know, I believe the reason for that is because, you know, so there are socialists and, you know, they're over there in the sense that, you know, we're not interacting with them. And, you know, this is kind of a, when it's more personal, um, it seems to have more of a, you know, and a, uh, just strikes, I don't know, closer to home, if that's what I want to say. Right, but I mean, the whole whatnot. point of scientific morality is to take the personal stuff out of it, right? I mean, if, if personal relationships was the dominant factor, why on earth would defooing be a core thing if you've got bad family, right? I mean, the, none of this is at all inconsistency with any of the stuff that we talk about, right? People can't say, well, I'm going to apply different moral rules here because it's personal, right? Because then defooing would never be an option. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, I guess that this, uh, to me, for me, this just boils down to, you know, um, when is, you know, uh, and it's kind of, for me, it's kind of subjective because I'm not quite sure what the answer is. Um, you know, when is snarkiness, uh, just funny and, and good fun, you know, I don't, you know, like for example, you're, you're also on the libertarian forum and over there you'll, you know, at least, uh, for a time you'd routinely hear comments like, you know, F you or seriously F you. Um, you know, and, I don't uh, find that stuff too helpful, but there, there was no possibility <laughs> that I was going to let that juice go. I mean, this could be weakness on my part. Who knows, right? <laughs> There's no chance that somebody who claimed he had absolute knowledge of what happened on 9-11, who then got something wrong about a burning building in real time. There's just no way. I mean, maybe that's too great a temptation for me, but it's just no way that I could have let that go, right? And it is instructive, right? Because when we look at the confusion that goes on in history in the present, it gives us some sense of humility about the things we know about the past. Yeah, I, under I certainly understand where you're coming from there. And, uh, you know, I also found it somewhat funny. Um, I mean, I, I would say, I wouldn't say it was just as a – I don't want to really talk too much about that partic the particulars of that debate because, you know – um, it's not too relevant here, and I'm not too interested in you know what really happened on 9/11 or whatnot. Yeah. Um, I mean, I am. It's just you know it's not particularly relevant here. Yeah, we'll never know. And uh, you know, but uh, I mean, I guess you know the only thing I'd say about that is you know just you know not knowing something about the particulars of you know your own house burning down. 
uh, doesn't mean that you know uh, on reflection you can't you know you can't know, you can it's impossible for you to know something about a building burning down two years ago. Um, sure. I mean, I, I, I have a master's point. in history. I do know something about historiography. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm aware of that. I just thought that was a pretty funny coincidence, yeah. that's all. Yeah, yeah. I, I certainly understand what you're saying. Um, you know, so that this is, you know, for me, uh, and I also, you know, in that light, I kind of can, you know, understand a little bit further what you're saying about, um, you know, uh, being more more critical of that you. Um, uh, like the 15th okay. time. Um, you know, but uh, Bob. Well, no, I mean, then if somebody if somebody's going to going to criticize me on principle, then I have the right to ask what that principle is and how they're applying it consistently. Because otherwise, it's just abusive, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you know, I mean, just you know, I can understand what you're saying about that, and you know, maybe you're right. Um, you know, but uh, for for me, it just his his response to that was kind of that you know, um, I. Yeah, a somewhat sarcastic response to that. I, I forget what exactly what it was, but it was something you know along the lines of that there was a difference in the situation, and you know he you know he thought that it was just kind of would have would be more uh, useful or uh, productive criticizing you as opposed to some random board member because it's going to have more of an impact. That that was his thinking. Um, you know, now, now your argument is that you know who who you criticize and who you don't is kind of by default um, says you know like you know what you who you think is more wrong or less wrong. Well, sure, it's like in economics, uh, what you actually pay money for is what you value. What you say is what you say, right? But what you actually pay money for is the objective measure of value. Who you criticize is obviously the highest person on your list of of wrongdoers at that time. Yeah, I, I would I would agree. I just don't think that necessarily means that you think that they are the you know their actions were the worst. You know, I mean, it's it's sort of like you know, with uh, I don't know if you heard about this whole the who's this woman, uh, Paris Hilton or whatever, with the you know the alcohol, the driving DW, what, whatever, not wasn't DW, driving with suspended license and blah blah blah, and you know she's a famous star and whatnot, and she gets um, you know she got I believe it was a more harsh sentence than uh, most people get in that case, you know, and the reason being because you know it was just a very widely followed you know case. And it, they thought that it would have more of a preventative impact. I, I believe that was the rationale. Although, yeah, but that's not. You know, that she may have just, also pissed right? off the judge or something. Well, yeah, maybe. Like I mean, that. I, I think that there's more to that story than we may know. And apparently, her behavior in the courtroom was pretty bad. No repentance and swearing at the judge and stuff. But, but nonetheless, you know, it's not just. I mean, it's not just to to make a spectacle, to make a, a an example of someone. I mean, justice is relative to the individual's actions, not to unrelated things like do they have money or you know are cameras trained on them or whatever, right? So. Yeah, I, mean, I guess you know the only other thing I would you know because obviously I didn't participate in that 9/11 threat, so I don't know the precise. I don't know if <laughs> delete that again. You're, you're going to have a lot of editing work to do on this one, or I'll, I'll actually try to do it as well. Um, uh, Bob, if you know if he was also in. Oh yeah, no, uh, he was in there. He was in there, and he had nothing okay. bad to say about the 9/11 poster, right? No, no, and the only person that he criticized in that was me, right? And so I have the right to ask, by what principle am I the worst person in this thread, right? And, and if then the person says, well, there is no principle other than... I'm sorry. If the person um, then says there's no principle, right, then, then they can't use principled language like uh, bullying or whatever, right? Because as soon as you say that, you're using ethical terms, right? If you say, I think you made a mistake here, that's not an ethical thing, right? If you say, you acted immorally here, that's an ethical thing, which means you're applying principles, and I feel a lot worse when someone says, Steph, you're acting immorally, than when somebody says, Steph, I think you made a mistake. 
right? So everybody knows the emotional power of the argument for morality. And that's why when people use it against me, I have the right, just as everyone has the right to ask me, by what principle are you making this accusation? And if the principle can't be found, then it's abusive, which I've said a million times, right, in various situations, right? Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, I, I guess I would just say that, you know, from his perspective, you know, obviously I don't know, you know, precisely what's going on in anyone's head, but uh, his argument to me about why he was, you know, uh, specifically criticizing you did seem to hold some, you know, it, did, it didn't seem like totally like, you know, a uh, nonsense. Um, you know, I mean, on the other hand, you know, if I was in that thread and this, you know, person was misquoting facts, I probably would have mentioned something because that is some, that's another issue that I want to talk about, which kind of annoyed me, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can certainly understand, I understand your frustration there, um, you know, with that. I, I just don't think that, that uh, Bob was, tr was trying to be abusive. Um, but intention doesn't know. matter, right? I mean, you could say that about anyone, right? Intention doesn't matter, right? And I didn't immediately just say, well, that's it to hell with you. You're banished to everywhere on the internet. But here, right, that, that wasn't the situation, right? I mean, this was, I mean, this was a culmination of a lot of things, right? And, and I, I think if I attack someone on principle and then I obviously reveal that I'm not using a principle but I'm talking about something that's situational, I owe that person an apology, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I just, I just, you know... Um, he uh, seems to think that there is a principle there, um, and just in terms of uh, you know the efficiency of allocating his criticism, um, you know I, I I'm not you know I'm not entirely sure what I want to say. Well, about, but then he then you know, he needs to. I mean, the the foundation of what we talk about here is UPB, and it will remain so until somebody comes up with a better theory, right? I mean, just as the same way scientists don't keep revisiting uh, the, the theory of relativity, right? I mean, until someone comes up with a better theory, that's the default position, right? And so UPB, which is non-situational, UPB uh, is the default position. And so if he wants to go outside the bounds of UPB, then he needs to come up with a better theory, right? Which is fine with me. Great. I mean, I think that's all wonderful. Right? It's not my theory that matters. It's the, the truth that matters, right? So if, if he then goes against UPB, Right, especially it, it, you know using um, uh, the argument for morality in a destructive manner because he's using the. I'm sorry, using the argument for morality in a destructive um, manner. So he's using the argument for morality, but it's not principled. It's not universal, right? So he's using an ethical argument in an unprincipled manner, which is abusive, which has been talked about before. If he has a better theory about ethics, then he can talk about that better theory of ethics. Right, but you don't just get to, you know, uh, you don't just get to go into a, a scientific conference and say Einstein is wrong, and then act on that. Right, yeah. you have to come up with a better theory. Yeah, I don't think he was trying to overturn uh, UPB. I think he just didn't think that, uh, um, you know, his uh, focus on you was a was a versus whoever this other guy was was a violation of UPB. But that's why I asked him. Um, that's why I asked him. Then that's why I said, so it's not a principle then, right? I mean, I don't just run right randomly, right? That's why I said, so your attack on me is not principled, right? Because he, he clearly um, said that he was not applying the... the, the you, you mean that the actually focusing on you in particular? Well, no, that, that it was not a principled attack on me because he wasn't applying the principle consistently. Um, well, I mean, I, I guess I, I wouldn't say that because, I mean, if he said, if he turned around and he said, well, you know, no, that behavior was fine from, from uh, whoever this other person was, then yes, I would absolutely agree with you that that's, you know, um, you know, that, that's that just hypocritical attempt to, 
you know, to say if you do A, it's wrong, and then if B does A, it's right. I mean, the exact same action from both people and in the same situation, it's right. You know, I mean, one's wrong and the other's right, then that's, you know, nonsense. Um, but I don't think he said that it was right for uh, whoever this other, you know, this other poster's misrepresentation of facts or whatever. I don't think he was, he ever said that that was okay. He just didn't, um, you know, specifically um, criticize that. Um, so I think, you know, the, the principle here then becomes, um, uh, the, the issue of discussion becomes like, you know, uh, the, the principle of criticizing um, what you believe to be unprincipled arguments between, you know, when, when multiple people are doing but he, it. He, he and, responded, you know, right? This was the final thread. He responded and said, it's not principled, right? This is not me guessing. I didn't tell him it wasn't principled. I said, so by this, then it wouldn't be principled, right? And he came back and said, yes, it's not a principled argument. No, but yeah, but he was being, uh, he, was, he wasn't being serious there. He was, that, that was the sarcastic comment that, uh, you know, that I was referring to. Because um, you know he thought that this, this the differences in the situation that he was talking about with the board owner versus the versus um, just the board poster did did make a difference in terms of you know who um, he was he was criticizing he he was being you know he was being sarcastic there and that's I mean um, this we can get into this is you know whether or not that was very productive I don't think it was <laughs> so and when when you're violating the ethics that somebody's putting forward as a foundational moral theory. No, and I mean, acting I mean out corruption, because he right? Wasn't. I mean, that's 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 just saying, look, I'm attacking you not on principle, which you've defined as abusive. I mean, all I can do is go by what people tell me, right? I can't place abuse yeah, but, in the category of sarcasm and then say, well, I have to take everything, right? I just can go with what people tell me. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know if you, if you actually thought he was being serious there, but it, it was pretty clear to me that that was a snarky, sarcastic comment, um, you know, which... Which I would, you know, take some issue with in that in particular. But he was not, con you know, con actually conceding that, um, you know, that his focus on you was unprincipled versus not focusing so much on or at all on this uh, well, but other opposer. But if if uh, if you have um, if you have used a principle to attack someone, and then it's clear that you have applied that con wildly inconsistently, right? Then a snarky and sarcastic response is not the way to go, right? I mean, if you've offended someone and they pointed out that, that you have offended them and it's clear... I'm sorry, right after offended... If, you, if you've um, offended someone and then uh, they point out that you've offended them, coming back with a sarcastic and unpleasant comment is not taking ownership of offending someone, right? Um, no, I mean, I guess, yeah, I would certainly... Uh, yeah, it, I mean, you wouldn't take that from someone, right? I mean, please, I mean, you wouldn't, right? Um, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, this is, it gets to the, you know, uh, point, points of view here, but no, yeah, certainly, you know, being sarcastic after you've offended someone is not, um, you know, uh, isn't the way to be able to, pr to productively proceed from there. Uh, and, and there's no but, way I mean, to go, right? If I say to you, uh, you've offended me, and then you say, well, you're just ridiculously oversensitive, and it's ridiculous that you should be offended, and blah, 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 and I've sort of given you the case, well, then there's nothing more to say, right? Then clearly, uh, any engagement that I'm going to have with you in the future, we have such opposing values, and I think that that's not completely subjective, that um, I'm going to continually be offended. I'm sorry, right after that. Uh, then, uh, then I'm um, going to be uh, continually offended, and you're going to continually justify your offending me, right? Well, that's not fun for anyone. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess all I would say is that there is that, you know, he just, he, <laughs> um, 
he was not conceding or you know he was he was arguing against no he wasn't uh, if it was a sarcastic comment it's not an argument right i can only go with what people write if i say to someone you're applying this principle completely inconsistently which seems hypocritical and then they don't they just come back with a sarcastic and aggressive comment well, i mean clearly they're not uh, disputing it right i mean uh, and uh, uh, this is not productive right it doesn't go anywhere so where are we going to go from well, there well well, no, the sarcastic response was essentially to the effect of he had already made his argument before, and then, you know, he said, well, you know, kind of something that, if I could put a tonality on it, you know, yeah, yeah, yes, of course I'm not, I'm, I'm not uh, applying this uni you know, universally and as a principle. You know, the, the tone was sarcastic. Well, no, but, but I mean, if, you, you know, if you listen to even how you say that, how am I supposed to interpret that? Um, well, yeah, I mean, you know, certainly that, that doesn't... Like, I'm not uh, psychic, right? You know. I'm not psychic. And the board is, is a very dangerous area for conflict, right? Because the words just sit there and burn into your brain, right? And it's not a good place for sarcasm. I've certainly reined back on my sarcasm there because it's too easy to be misinterpreted, right? So, uh, you know, clearly uh, coming back with a, a bitter admission of inconsistency and pretty negative ways of dealing with someone uh, without an apology... Uh, just it's it's there. I mean, there's there's nowhere that I could go from there. Where could I go from there? Could I say, are you being sarcastic? Or you know, I can only go with what people say to me. And I, you know, life is short, and you got to pick your battles and pick who you're going to associate with, right? And I don't particularly appreciate that kind of interaction. And of course, people may say that, uh, Steph, well, I don't appreciate that kind of interaction with you. I'm sorry, right after uh, I don't particularly appreciate that. People might say to me, well, Steph, I don't particularly appreciate that interaction with you. And that's fine. Then they cannot interact with me, right? That's, that's totally fine. Yeah, I mean, I certainly understand, you know, where you're coming from here. Um, you know, I, I didn't think that was the best response either. Obviously not too productive, given what's happening. Can we go a little bit further? Um, and I don't mean to hedge you, but when I hear weasel yeah. stuff like that wasn't the best response, <laughs> that was a bad response. Well, no. <laughs> that was a No, yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was a bad response. Um, you know, I, I, the only thing I would say is that he, he was not actually, you know, he, he's, in, you know, from what he was arguing, he was saying that, um, you know, he, that there was a principle there in terms of, in, in, about who he was criticizing. Now, you know, we're not going to get any resolution on this, um, but I, that's all I would say there. And yeah, certainly, um, you know, it's you know when when you have a conflict with someone about uh, you know uh, offending them and ethics and whatnot, to kind of um, you know even if you know he felt that you were misrepresenting what he said, that was that was where that response was coming from. But even in that case, it's it's you know not a good response to be sarcastic, um, particularly because there's you know already a conflict and it's not going to you know to uh, uh, to be productive in terms of uh, you know proceeding from there. Right. I mean, but uh, I, th I, I think. Sorry. I, go ahead. I think we've I think we've kind of exhausted you know this uh, this area. Sure. Um, I certainly under I certainly understand you know uh, where you're coming from a lot better than I did before because obviously I hadn't paid much attention to this uh, other thread and whatnot. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I guess you know initially what. Um, you know, why I kind of took up this was because I thought this person had contributed a number of valuable things. Um, and, you know, I mean, I thought there was kind of a, a back and forth between you and him where, you know, kind of both of you were being a little bit hostile and sarcastic in some ways or misrepresentative or whatnot. And um, that was kind of why I took, I objected. I don't know if I ever specifically objected to him being banned. Yeah, actually I did. Um, you know, so that was kind of, you know, where I was coming into it from. 
but uh, I think we've kind of exhausted this topic. Uh, so, you know, that, and it actually leads into another one, um, which uh, I'm just drawing a little bit of a blank here. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, uh, is there, I'm sorry, is there anything else you want to say about that before we kind of move on? Uh, no, no, he uh, he said that uh, Christina should be the judge, and she read it over and said, this guy's, uh, you know, it's just not going to go anywhere productive. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we, we sort of had a third party that he suggested, right? So, anyway, that, that doesn't really matter, but uh, so you can go on with the next topic. Oh, okay, yeah, that, that actually was the one minor thing I, I did remember. And, I mean, you know, actually there he, you know, there was another sarcastic comment um, where he was actually was saying that, you know, you were being passive-aggressive, but he he said it in kind of a... He didn't just all right say that. He said, you know, that, that precisely what you said, the kind of snarky um, response to what he thought was a snarky comment by you. Um, and then he referred to Christina, and then that's when the ban happened. Mm. So, I mean, you know, um, you know, obviously that's not the, you know, uh, he wanted to point out that you were making a snarky comment. I don't remember exactly what it was that, uh, that you said. Yeah, um, and he suggested that Christina should be the judge of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I actually, I did think it, you know, I did understand where he was coming from, and I did think it was a snarky comment on your part. I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, you know, I can look it up, but I don't think it's that but important. But it, does, to, like, it doesn't look, I mean, let's say that we were both equally snarky, right? I mean, I have no problem with that. I, I don't think that's the case, but let's say that we were. It doesn't really matter, right? It doesn't really matter. I have to enjoy what I'm doing, right? If I'm going to have dinner parties in my house every day, I'm sorry, if I have to have um, right after if I'm going to have dinner parties in my house every day, I have to enjoy them. Because if I don't enjoy them, there won't be any dinner parties. Right? So, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, if people want to come and use the board, which the vast majority of people do, um, and, and you know, a lot of them don't pay, and that's fine, right? But if, if people want me to want to have dinner parties, they have to respect that I have to enjoy those dinner parties. And if I find that dealing with someone gets progressively more and more unpleasant, then since it's my house and my dinner party, right? I mean, people can, you know, get mad at me for saying, you're not welcome at my dinner party because every time you come over, there's a problem. Or every time we interact, even if it's equal, it doesn't really matter. It's my dinner party, right? And it's my house. And if I'm in your house, then you have the right to say to me, look, every time you come to this party, we end up yelling at each other. So I'd really prefer it if you don't come to this party because I can't shut down the party, right? Because there's lots of other people who are having a great time, myself included. Right, so I'm, so I'm sorry. Right after I can't shut down, I can't the, shut down the party. I, There's I, lots of other people having a great time, so it doesn't really matter, right? I mean, if if I if people like coming to my dinner parties, and uh, a a you know I've tried having a conversation with someone uh, to make their to make it more enjoyable for me, because fundamentally it's my pleasure that I'm responsible for, right? I have to be happy doing this, or it's not going to be there, right? And so if somebody keeps making me unhappy, in a sense, it doesn't really matter who's right or wrong. The important thing is that I want to keep having this dinner party and keep this conversation alive, which means that if somebody is causing me a lot of trouble, then I perfectly within my right, as everyone is in terms of freedom of association, to say to that person, you can't come to my dinner party anymore because we're always having problems. Yeah, I certainly understand that, and I absolutely... Uh... You know, um, now that the the confidentiality thing is out of the way, with I absolutely agree. You know that you know your pride, it is your board, and um, you know you have the absolute property right to uh, you know decide who can and cannot come on. And obviously, um, and now actually that kind of gets to some uh, 
some bizarro comments by, I believe, uh, Bob or someone who... Is this the, my, my wife's website? Someone... <laughs> is um, yeah, the, yeah, there is some... some there is some bizarro... Person? What is that all about? I don't even know what that's got to do with anything. There is... There was some bizarro stuff there, which I, I really didn't understand what was what was going on or what the point of it was. And then there was also some bizarro, um, attempt, you know, psychoanalysis of you, and I think the same thread. And and there was, um, uh, um, oh yeah. And then the, the, the other really bizarro thing was just this attempt to say that you banning someone on this board was in that was was violent. Um, I, I don't know if you read that. Oh, I read that every about, single but... time this, this happens. Absolutely. I read this every single time. Yep. I mean, this is Steph the bully, Steph the dictator. Anarchy is supposed to work, but look, anarchy in a free society. I'm sorry, right after Steph the, right. <laughs> Steph the uh, dictator. Anarchy, um, anarchy sure... can't even work on a board, so how can it work in society? And oh, yeah, no, I mean, Tuttle did a very funny parody of that some months ago, which I've been meaning to look up. But yeah, no, absolutely. Whenever I actually act on my values, um, people think that I'm like a really bad guy. Yeah, I certainly um absolutely that I thought that was all rather bizarre and I didn't bother to respond to it because I just I couldn't make much sense out of it and um I thought it was kind of silly. But um you know I, I actually I will say that I should have criticized that uh because I believe this was, you know, from um Bob or or someone Bob knew or, you know, someone on the board sympathetic to him and I thought it was a nonsense. Even though I I am, you know, I do think he you know uh it's unfortunate that this situation between you and him couldn't, you know, escalate it and whatnot. So I, I do think he has a lot of valuable stuff to contribute, um, which is why I kind of took up the cause. I, I saw a difference between Bob and, um, you know, this putty tat guy and that that the the mother de, uh, defooing had, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. decapitated. No, I agree. I and, agree too. I I don't think yeah. he's a bad. I mean, yeah, the other people are definitely freaks of nature. This guy, uh, no, absolutely for sure. Right, I mean, this not not a bad guy, right? Not not a weird or creepy guy, right? Uh, just uh, uh, in my particular humble opinion, um, not ready for this part of the conversation, right? Because you you have to uh, subject yourself to principle, right? To be in a philosophical conversation, you have to subject yourself to principle, right? Which is also the question as to why you don't respond to that, right? You've put a lot of energy into uh, criticizing me, but when people are talking about me being violent, you don't respond to them, right? So it's a similar kind of question around where it is that you're putting your values, and why is it that I become sort of the lightning rod for every minor potential transgression, but major transgressions go uncommented on? I mean, I'm not trying to attack you. I'm like, I'm genuinely curious about that, because I don't quite understand that. Well, yeah, actually, you know, before this debate, I wanted to bring that up, because it was a point of you know, inconsistency on my part. It wasn't so much that, um, you know, I thought that, you know, th this this was kind of precisely some of what I was, I was objecting to. And there is this kind of, you know, leftist, um, anarcho-socialist mindset in terms, it, it's in a anarch, somewhat anarcho-socialist position to say that, you know, banning someone from your private property is violence and whatnot. Um, you know, I just, uh, I just thought it was, you know, it was, it was too baffling to respond to. And it was a little bit, you know, kind of, uh, and I, I just thought it was, you know, humbug, basically. And I am responding to it now. So, um, you know, I, I kind of, I want, I, you know, I kind of wanted to bring that up right in this debate, um, because, yeah, that was a point where I, I certainly know that. Uh, I mean, I knew that, you know, once I brought this up, you would mention that because it's true that I didn't respond to, um, you know, that, and that was a bunch of uh, nonsense. Um, well, it's but, no, it's you know, more than nonsense, right? It's pretty malevolent, right? To, to say yeah. to, to me, Steph, you're acting in a violent, uh, abusive manner. Uh, is, a, is it's a deep insult. Now, it's only an insult if it's false. Uh, yeah, insult. It's only an insult yes. if it's false, 
right? I mean, if it's true, then obviously <laughs> run from me. I'm a dangerous guy who's out to do harm to everyone, right? But, but if it's false, then it's, it's a deep insult, right? So it's not just nonsense and so on. Like it's, it's deeply insulting to accuse someone of a significant moral crime, right? I mean, that's not something that I take particularly lightly. And uh, again, the fact that I think it's very serious doesn't mean anything other than the fact that I think it's very serious, right? So when people start throwing around moral crimes, uh, it's um, it's it's pr- like it's a pretty big it's a pretty big sword to pull out, I guess is sort of what I'm saying, and that, that's the general thing that I say. And and I don't mind people who want to correct me; I think that's great. But I certainly, because there's lots of people who who will try and uh, attack me because I'm the sort of authority guy or whatever, right? And they've got their own issues, or maybe there's a valid point that they have. But uh, I certainly, I'm fully, fully aware. I'm so right after I certainly. I'm fully aware of the power oh. of the argument for morality and that it can be used for extraordinary uh, destructive abuse, right? So that's why when people uh, have a go for me or, or criticize me at a moral level, I have, I mean, my first defense is always, I'll be completely open about this, there's nothing secret about it, right? Is to say, that, well, what's the principle? Right, because this is a show about philosophy and ethics, right? Which means you don't just get to say you're a bad guy, right? I mean, I'm not saying you, right? But anyone, right? If you're going to pull out the big sword of saying you're acting in an immoral manner, then um, you're you're the prosecution, right? And the, the extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. And I think that I've acted pretty morally in this whole course of things. And I think if someone's then going to say, well, you're just a bad guy and acting immorally, or being violent, or violating this or that, a confidentiality, then that's a pretty, I mean, that's a pretty big thing to pull out, right? And that's that happens a lot, right? Uh, where people just, and some people are honest about it, like they'll say, you know, I have this. I'm sorry. Some, uh, and some people. some people are honest about it. Like they say, I have this weird urge to find fault with you <laughs> because, I mean, that's natural, right? When someone puts themselves forward as someone who knows something about ethics or believes that they do, then for sure, I mean, people are going to be threatened by that, right? Because if, if I'm right, if I'm right, right, about the way that I uh, deal with people and about the way that things work, then that kind of puts action right in front of someone. Right, so it's one thing to say, "Gee, it'd be great if we didn't have a government." It's quite another thing to say, "I need to sit down with my family tomorrow and talk about X, Y, and Z." Right, so people want to not believe that it's—they want it to be true, but they also want it to not be true, because then there's a, an implicit requirement for action on them. And I know why that is, because the argument for morality is so powerful. So if you accept that something is moral, immediately you're going to kick into, "Okay, now what?" Right, and that's where people—a lot of people—don't want to go. Yeah, um, you know, I agree, and and uh, yeah, I, I actually I agreed. You know, with the that it is a pretty egregious uh, crit- um, accusation to say, you know, you're acting violently by, you know, by banning someone from the board, um, not just uh, nonsense. You know, I mean, I I don't know if you know whoever made this argument sincerely believed it, but you know, it just I, I guess I I didn't read it too closely, but it, it was my impression that their argument had something to do with you know the power imbalance between you being the board owner and then you know blah blah blah, but um, you know, and that that's certainly a leftist. Um, you know, uh, well, and that's that's the a, argument that says that there's no such thing as rape, right? Because the woman can say no to the man, close her legs, and that's that's an imbalance of power, and therefore, right, any woman who says no is is effectively raping someone. Like it's just ridiculous, right? I mean, anybody, personal property well, and all that. I mean, there's there's no crimes then if you can't protect your personal property. Yeah, I, I'm not so sure. I just say I think it's kind of like the the proud proud position, uh, though he was kind of. Uh, this is kind of a. a 
torture of Proudhon because he was referring to state property, but he said, you know, property is theft. And that's, uh, you know, he didn't actually mean private property by uh, individuals like you and me, but he meant state granted property, but a lot of leftists have taken that to mean all private property is theft. And that, the, the, so the argument that, you know, you banning someone is, is violence is basically the argument that private property is theft. Right, but then they're um, using yeah, someone's only... private property to attack private property, right? So they're posting on my board that private property is theft. I mean, it's just so ridiculous, right? Uh, I'm not so sure that that's what is true. It just seems to me, you know, ridiculous in and of itself to say, you know, you know, you, you made the board and, uh, you know, you put all the work into it. You pay the cost. So, you know, it's pretty ridiculous to say, <laughs> to say that, um, you know, you tell, saying who can and cannot come on the board is an act of violence. I mean, you can criticize it for... You know, um, you know the the effectiveness of it in terms of promoting a culture. Or yeah, the, and and if you know, you're one uh, of the people who likes Bob being at the dinner party, when I say Bob can't come, I'm sorry, likes who likes. When, um, Jesus is annoying. <laughs> Not your fault, but um, uh, when you're uh, somebody who likes Bob's presence at the dinner party, when you find out that Bob has been disinvited, that's upsetting. Of course, absolutely. Now, of course, you can go and be Bob's friend, and you can have all the dinner parties you want with Bob, right? I mean, that's I, I, all I'm saying is come come to my house, right? You can go anywhere else and do anything. I mean, I have no control over anything other than my own property, right? So um, I'm not certainly – and anybody who says, uh, where is so-and-so? I, I don't like that they're gone. I always offer, you know, uh, because they may not be able to come on and get a PM. I'm happy to send you their email uh, if that's what you want to be in contact with them and so on. I mean, it's just not here, right? Yeah, I, I absolutely understand that. Um, and you know, obviously, being a uh, you know private property guy, I would never dispute your right to um, you know to decide who you know uh, when people just can't come on the board either because you know they can't you, you and them can't seem to get along or because they're just real jerks like this uh, you know beheading guy yeah 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 uh, beheading guy or whatever um, you know that and I, and again you know I mean I certainly understand um, obviously I have no objections to uh, whatsoever to these people being uh, booted off the boards. Um, you know, and, and I actually, I, I thought your podcast on the board conflicts, I, you know, the ones we were talking, we, we got kind of upset um, about the, the Pisanti stuff and whatnot. I actually thought that was quite great. Um, you know, so yeah, this, you know, it's just, you know, the reason why this kind of prompted me was because I saw a difference between those two cases. Um, you know, but, but, you know, talking with you, I certainly understand, you know, where you're coming from, even, you know, even if, um, you know, there's some, you know, some things on your part and, you know, I will say there are some things on his part as well. If you two just can't seem to interact in a you know joyful and productive manner, um, you know whenever you interact, then you know it's not you know there's no point. I mean, yeah, like you said, you you have this is something you're doing as you're kind of full time now, and you know you have to be happy doing it. So whether you know whether whoever is right or wrong or whoever started or whatnot, you know you have to be happy doing yeah, it. Yeah, some couple um, should break so, up even if both people are acting badly, right? Then you know, everybody breathes a sigh of relief when they stop dating, right? Because it's, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. If the relationship's not working, the relationship's not working, right? Yeah. Okay, so, you know, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I did want to criticize that. And that, that gets, I guess, kind of leads into the psycho, psycho, psychologizing thing. Um, so, you know, I, you know, before we move on a little bit, you know, I would like to say, I certainly I criticized that. Um, and I thought that was, you know, uh, just nonsense and egregious. Um, and then, you know, the other thing that, you know, was, was brought up was, you know, the person was uh, talking about, you know, your happiness and your psychology with, or with your, you know, the isolation of doing FDR full time and so on and so forth. I love that. What they said um, uh, and, that I, I missed the beauty of my office and maybe they haven't heard the podcast where I see deer and listen to birds. I mean, it was pretty funny. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, that was um, 
uh, from my point of view, that was kind of, you know, certainly, um, you know, this person was kind of responding to earlier psychologization. Uh, psychologizing. I'm not, I'm not sure how psychologizing of them, but um, you know, that, that I don't see that as being a particularly productive way to go about things. Um, well, and you, you know, know or even I, I, I thought I thought it was actually kind of humiliating. Um, you know, uh, an attempt at humiliation, which is you know where where I kind of get in the psychologizing thing. Some it's depending on when you do it, right? Because you know, if if you don't agree with this person, um, you know, or in general, if if you know someone doesn't agree with you. Then bringing up, you know, their psychology about why they don't agree with you, just going to kind of make them angrier and retrench them. It's not going to do anything productive. And this is so I guess kind of segues into psychologizing. Um, you know, this this was kind of an this this came up with me and some other posters as well. I, I posted that kind of long introspective post about the the FDR. I mean, uh, about the um, the Ron Paul debate. Uh, actually, it was also that there was the post that I emailed to you as well. Um, I don't know if you remember that one. Uh, I don't uh, off the top of my head, but, but I think I do remember reading it. But go on. Yeah, but, you know, then I did mention some stuff about, uh, you know, talking about the Ron Paul debate. And then, you know, someone brings just out of the blue brings up, you know, well, you know, you're, you're, you're pro Ron Paul because of, you know, unresolved parental issues or the desire to see that authority can, you know, can be used, uh, peace, you know, productively and whatnot. And, you know, I mean, in the middle of a debate like that, uh, to me, you know, bringing up this, these kind of psychological points, for one thing, doesn't really address um, the, the truth or falsehood of, of a person's argument. But, I mean, it's also kind of a way to dress down someone. Um, you know, if you just in the middle of a debate, you know, you say, well, you know, I'm making these, you know, obvious points and, you know, you're, you're not getting them, you know, which is kind of what they were saying to me. And then, you know, they, and then they say, well, you know, so it must be because of your parental issues or, you know, whatever. No, that's kind of you know it's like an ad hominem kind of, and then it doesn't address the argument. I'm not now. This is kind of where you know, uh, <laughs> um, you're gonna have a lot. Of, we'll have a lot of editing to do. Yeah, yeah. This, let me so this is that. kind of like okay. Maybe we can hire someone. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to send you some extra money for all the extra work I'm I'm causing right. here. But um, uh, yeah, uh, Bob also you know mentioned this. When is it appropriate to psych to psychologize and when not? And, um, you know, just from, you know, what I tend to think is that in the middle of an argument, um, you know, it's not going to do anything productive because, uh, and it can also be an ad hominem, right? You know, you say, well, it's just your daddy issues, you know, it's kind of an ad hominem or whatever. Well, it's more of a non sequitur, but, but I would say that if somebody is psychologizing, then they're not in the middle of the argument. You might be, but they're not. Like, I don't psychologize in the middle of an argument. I psychologize at the end of an argument when, when I feel that we've been running around in circles and not getting anywhere. And uh, then there must be some other reason as to why. I mean, this is my particular approach. And uh, it's just, you know, people who, who haven't studied yeah, a lot of um, economics. I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, you got cut off there. But I, I, uh, I, yeah, I have noticed that. You do tend to do that when you think the debate's running around in circles. Um, and, you know, the only issue there is just, you know, that the other person, you know, at times might think that, you know, well, there really are issues that haven't been responded to, and that's why they keep on bringing this up. So that's why, you know, I mean, uh, certainly at some point, um, right, you know, because like, uh, you know, Mises psychologized uh, Fourier, you know, using Freudian analysis, and, you know, that you can't, uh, you know, uh, at some point you have, you know, if you want to talk about, you know, why is a person holding these kinds of views, um, you know, at some point you have to kind of do that, or, you know, you can do that. But, um, you know, just from the other person's, if you're actually in a debate from the other person's point of view, that might be seen as kind of insulting or an ad hom or non sequitur, non sequitur. 
um, you know, and it's and it's just and, and it's just going to kind of retrench them further. You know, it's like you know they're not agreeing with you. It's a last ditch thing. And, um, I mean, it's it's a know. last ditch thing for me. I mean, it's the only way to keep yeah. the conversation alive, right? The conversation either ends or we get to the real root of the issue. And the real root of the issue might be that you know we just totally disagree and we don't even have the same frame of reference or whatever. In which case, you know, like it's a a faith versus reason argument where there's nothing to say. But for me, at least, uh, the psychology the psychologizing occurs. When um, when there's no uh, further intellectual content that I can provide or extract from the debate, and uh, it doesn't for me, it's an attempt to continue the conversation in a productive vein because the alternative is simply to end the conversation because we're not getting anywhere. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's kind of the you know the subjective area um, because okay, well, it's objective if you know say if you know you're debating about something and then. Uh, you know, you and your debating partner um, actually arrive at an agreement, you know, and uh, either you concede their point or they concede yours, you know, one of you agrees with the other person and abandons the original position, then you can, you know, then you can ask, you know, why did it take, you know, five hours or, you know, why did I have this view? And then it might be because, oh, it's a very difficult issue and it's really complicated, or it might be because, you know, they have some psychological issues. In that case, it's very objective and it's pretty, it's pretty, it's a pretty easy call, right? Because the other person is kind of, you know, um, I mean, it's, it's not easy to, if it is about psychology because even if they admit that, you know, they were wrong, it still can be difficult to say. I mean, if, say if it was a really simple thing, like, you know, uh, me smashing you over the head, or say if it's, you know, the issue is you're debating with, a, you know, someone who thinks it's okay to, you know, to uh, just, you know, beat the living, you know, snot out of their kids whenever they, you know, step out of line, um, right? And, uh, you know, <laughs> and this is just a really obvious thing where it's just, you know, it's wrong. And you know, it, it, you you have to you know, it takes you several back and forths, maybe an hour to 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 get them to agree that yes, this is wrong. And you know, um, this is but this is a really obvious point. So you can't say it's a difficult question, you know, and uh, you know that's why they they didn't get it. It's you know obviously psychology, but even there, you know, there might be difficult for them to say yes, it is because of my psychology. But at least in that case, you know, you kind of you you, you agree the debate's concluded, and it makes it a little more objective about you know. Um, you know, when that's appropriate. But then it kind of in the, when, the other, when the other person thinks there's still things that you haven't responded to, um, and I think this was the case, um, and I'm not sure if with you, but with, with certainly with some, other, some, other, um, some of the other members on FDR, then to bring up the psychologizing thing just kind of um, is, you know, is frustrating for the other person because, you know, they're seeing it as you're not responding to this particular argument. The debate hasn't been going in circles. It's just that you know, um, there's been, you know, some arguments that have, haven't been responded to or issues that haven't been accounted for. But it's tough, though, because, of course, and I, you, you could be right, of course, right? But it's tough because if, if I am, if I do have a psychological problem that is causing me to avoid something, I'm not going to feel debated. Um, right after avoid something. If I do have a psychological issue, that, uh, then it's not going to feel like the debate is going in circles because I'm not conscious of the fact that it is. Right, so somebody who may be freer in this area, right, maybe not have issues in other areas, but maybe they don't have issues in this area, they are going to pick up on the circularity of the debate before the person who's psychologically defended. I mean, that's just a fact, right? When you're aware of somebody's um, defenses, you're aware of them, but the other person isn't, right? So, and again, this is not proof. This is just like a psychological fact, right? That that if you're not defended in an area, you identify when somebody is much more quickly than they will. Right? So it's always going to feel like it's interrupting a productive debate when somebody comes up with psychologizing. One possibility, it's not a proof, but one possibility is that 
uh, it is accurate. And that's why it feels to the person who's debating that it's an interruption. Yeah, absolutely. That I absolutely agree. But, you know, the other possibility is that it's, you know, kind of what my criticism of this is I thought some people were kind of using this as kind of like a, I, 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 this is kind of dramatic, but like a rhetorical weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it can. You know, yeah. They, people can yeah. use and, it unjustly, you know, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you can use anything. Like, there's a lot that we, you know, learn on FDR, and you can use anything in a kind of, you know, um, uh, to club someone over the head with. Right. So I feel like I'm losing the argument, so it's really about your mom. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's kind of what I thought it was in a couple. Not necessarily they felt like they were losing the argument, but just, you know, um, I mean, I don't know, just, you know, bring this up. And, it, you know, there were clearly some points that were, you know, not responded to. I believe in the, the case that I was, you know, uh, you know, that uh, I remembered where there was a lot of misquoting. I was being misquoted constantly, which to me is really kind of funny, right? Because, um, you know, how do you misquote someone in a board where they can just go back a few posts and say, you know, no, no. You know, or even the, the funniest one was really where I was quoted. They quoted the, actually the entire context, and then they highlighted one part of it and responded to that in isolation from the rest of what was quoted, where the rest of what was quoted, you know, kind of answered their response. Well, but that's you like know. me saying, so, how is it that someone could get my confidentiality issue wrong when it's right there in a podcast. But, you know, I mean, th- these kinds of mistakes can happen, but I agree with you that it's harder for it to happen on a board. Like, somebody's got to really want to uh, misquote someone. Yeah, yeah, and, it, you know, it's kind of, you know, funny. Um, you know, and I certainly understand what you're saying. Like, you know, yeah, how can they get the, you know, the confidentiality thing wrong? Um, from, you know, my explanation of that is just that, you know, what I saw is it was being conceded, and, uh, but, but, you know, the point here isn't to justify that. I, I, right, you know, right, I apologize right. for that. No, I'm just sort of saying that and, these kinds um, of mistakes, they certainly happen to me and yeah. they happen to everyone. I think, I think that I, I can't speak to other people and certainly people do, you know, in the same way that people abuse economics and they abuse history and they abuse you know, anything. Uh, they, and they abuse science, right? Creationists abuse science all the time, right? So people can abuse uh, a legitimate form of knowledge acquisition a legitimate, yeah, I certainly absolutely see what you're saying. Um, you got cut out there. But and the, the, thing that, the thing that's always a challenge for me, and this is where I do wrestle with the confidentiality issue, I have a pretty unique perspective because I get a lot of personal information from people that I never share, right? And so um, when I try and formulate an idea about why it is that certain debates may not be particularly productive, then I am dealing with uh, not a C, but a pretty vast array of personal information that people have shared with me uh, privately, and that's. But of course, I can't. I can't really come up with that, right? I can't really sort of spew all of that out with individual references, right? And I also can't expect people to take it on faith, right? So, I mean, that's nothing that proves anything, because you know, <laughs> there's no reason for anyone to believe that that I'm processing that information uh, uh, accurately. But I certainly have noticed, for instance, that. People who've defooed are not pro Ron Paul. I mean, that's just that's a universal fact that I've seen so far. People who've defooed are not pro Ron Paul, mm. and that doesn't mean it. I'm sorry. Uh, People who've defooed are not pro Ron Paul. They're not pro voting, right? Now that doesn't mean. I mean, that that's not causality. That's but that is a correlation that so far has been 100 percent that I've seen. People who have. Uh, had bad family situations and have dealt with those after trying to talk to their family and have recognized that the family can't be saved seem to have less faith in a political solution, right? They, if they've given up on their family, they've also given up on the state. Now, that doesn't mean that it's causal, but it means that the possibility may be there that people who believe in the state do so because they secretly want to preserve the illusion that their family can be saved. It's a possibility, and there's some. it's not just totally out of thin air. There's factual information uh, behind it. So 
uh, it's again, I can't prove it, right? But it's definitely a correlation that that, sh that demands some sort of explanation. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, if that's what you've noticed, then you know, obviously, I don't have the information that you have, so I can't, you know, dispute that. And we'll just, you know, because um, I basically think you're an honest guy, I'll, you know, uh, you know, take it on faith, so to speak, or I'll trust you. Well, it's it's just um, it's it, not. It, I'm not proving anything, right? But it is a correlation. I think. No, I'm I'm, ta I'm talking about the you know the the correlation that most people have def the people so far you've noticed have defued defued are not for Ron right. Paul. Um, you know, so I mean, I'm not gonna you know try to dispute that because I'm just you know going to work on these uh, pretty justified assumption that you're being honest. Well, there. but there's there's um, also stuff that, I mean, there's people on the board who you know who have defood, right? And you can ask them their opinion. So you don't have to take my opinion for it, right? I mean, there's this is not anything uh, that that's secret, right? I mean, uh, so people no, on the board no, okay. ask yeah, directly. I, I just... I just don't see the value in that because I, you know, I, I believe I don't. Um, there's not really doubt in my mind that, you, that you're, what you're telling me is the truth, um, in, in regards to that fact. So I don't need to check that data. Um, I'm just going to, you know, uh, I don't see why you would. I, I'm, I just, I just don't see the need to, to verify that. Right. So, so what um, I'm saying is that it doesn't, it doesn't prove or disprove anything. Um, right after it doesn't uh, prove, so, it doesn't prove or disprove anything. But if it is the case. That if right if right if it is that we ha we have two facts that are going on. One is that people who've defood are not pro Ron Paul. The second is that for these these debates go in circles, right? That they do not achieve any satisfying results after countless hours and countless posts, right? So those two facts in combination don't prove anything, but they certainly do open up a very strong possibility that the Ron Paul issue, which is very heated, which there's a lot of emotional and factual and intent distortion in, which is usually a sign of defense mechanisms, right? On both sides, on both sides. Um, but uh, it certainly does open up the possibility that there is a psychological motivation underneath the pro-Ron Paul position. And if that is the case, then debating the merits of the case is totally pointless. I'm sorry, right after um, debating the merits. Uh, if it is okay. the case, then deba debating the merits of the position, if it, if it is psychologically motivated, develop, then debating the merits of the position is totally pointless. Um, yeah, but I mean, I guess, you know, I would just say that, uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, to the, to the extent that you, you have, it's difficult to get to, uh, you know, to the truth because, you know, people don't want to get to, I mean, you know, the truth. I, I mean, I just think, yeah, it, you said, when you said from both sides, that implies that there could be some psychological issues on the other, the, the anti-Ron Paul side as well. And actually, for uh, you know, quite some time, I was pretty, uh, you know, uh, anti anti-voting. Um, but uh, I changed my mind on that after a while, uh, somewhat recently, I think. Um, and, and all, the, all that's you know, required, though, I mean, I, I've certainly put forward a theory, which you know, we we can bat around at some point, but. Uh, then, you, you, I mean, it's like any other thing, right? You you have particular facts, and you need to come up with a theory that might help. Right after a particular, <laughs> or I'm sorry, right after you have particular facts, and you might, um, you you have to just come up with a theory that might explain them, and then work to find more evidence, right? So, I mean, that that's all, right? I mean, that's uh, I certainly reached the end of my rope with the Ron Paul debate just because it was not getting anywhere, and and of course you don't want to keep beating your head against the wall, right? I mean, if you've made your case six million different ways from Sundays and had tons of debates and so on, and no one changes their mind, then you know I've got better things to do, right? Because you know it's not getting anywhere. That's also kind of my opinion, sure. just you know, because um, from I mean I think there were some points that I made that I just weren't responding to, but uh, it's you know not going to be too productive to keep on rehashing that. 
Um, Especially if there is psychological stuff at the bottom, then you know it just has to wait until either that psychology is revealed and understood, or some other new information comes about. Like, I mean, if if Ron Paul is voted in and becomes Darth Vader, then you know the pro Ron Paul people might be less whatever, right? Or if he comes in and gets rid of the government in three days, then of course I'll be the first one to line up and say, "Whoa, was I ever wrong?" Right? I'm still right after a lineup. Then I I would say that oh my god, I was totally wrong. How how bad? And figure out why I I came to that erroneous conclusion. Yeah, certainly. Um, I don't think anyone who uh, thinks Ron Paul would be the best the the best uh, can, uh, option thinks he's going to get rid of the government and it at, ever at all. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, all my position has just been is if you know there you know between the candidates, um, at least in, you know right now there is better and you know there's some are better and some are worse. Um, you know, but I mean, look, um, Likely situation is probably that uh, you get Rudy Giuliani or John McCain as the Republican and uh, Hillary Clinton as the Democrat, and you know when it's it's that case, then I don't really care anymore because there's no real clear difference. So I'm not gonna bother spending any energy at all saying who who would be the worst one or who would be more fascist than the other. Yeah. Um, but in my mind, I mean, just you know, um, I don't think there's any real you know difference there. But you know, so um, my my you know my um. My position on voting is, isn't, you know, that uh, isn't a really strong one in the sense that I don't think it's, I think most of the time it's going to be pretty, you know, there's not really uh, a substantial difference in between who you're voting for in terms of initiation of aggression. So I don't get too interested in it. Um, certainly that was the case in the last election between George Bush and John Kerry. Um, so, I mean, though we don't really know how bad John Kerry would be, but I just get the, you know, from what I saw, I get the impression he would be just about as bad as George Bush on war and probably a little bit worse on him on, than on social issues. But, you know, um, but anyway, I don't want to get bogged down on the Ron Paul thing because, you know, we're probably not going to get anywhere there either. I mean, you know. Yeah, I just, I just wanted gonna... to put forward the rationale, the, the information that was attempting to be collated at least by me to sort of try and understand why there was this sort of one side of the fence and the other based on the food situation and also the uh, the 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 fact that that everybody was frustrated and no one was getting anywhere right those are just i'm sorry right up to the fact that, that everybody was frustrated and nobody was getting anywhere that's all that i was trying to to sort of figure out and you know it's just a theory and it'll continue to be refined and and talked about and uh, it may be correct it may be incorrect but it's i'm just trying to work with the facts as, as i see them yeah, I certainly understand, you know, where you're coming from, given, you know, the facts that you have. Um, you know, uh, I think at the time I, I kind of, I'm, I don't know, I objected to that a little, uh, some, you know, somewhat more strongly than I do now. Um, but, you know, in regards to psychologists, my real, you know, my real objection has just been to this, you know, the, the kind of situations where I've pointed out where it's been kind of misused in the middle of a debate. Um, you know, well, and, and, and I think that, of, you know, it, it's sort of similar, which you can say if somebody, as you know, you study economics, right? If somebody starts misusing economics, then one of the things that you can say is, well, perhaps you can tell me where it is that you learned economics from, right? And if they say, well, I have a PhD in economics from Harvard, then you can say, oh, well, that's why you're a socialist or whatever, you know, like, but at least you can, or, you know, I, I, um, I've never studied any economics in my life, but whatever, right? Then you can just sort of, and so if somebody starts psychologizing, then you can say, well, perhaps you can tell me your experience in making psychological judgments, right? And if they say, well, I don't know, I, I've never read any psychology books and I've never been to therapy, then it'd be like, well, you might be stepping outside what you could be reasonably be expected to be skilled at, right? And so, you know, I mean, that doesn't, I'm, I've got no PhD in psychology, but I've gone through years of therapy. I have a wife who's a psychologist and, you know, studied it for years. So that doesn't mean that I'm right. But I think that's a reasonable thing to, to ask someone who starts psychologizing is to say, well, what is your, you know, what is your experience in this area? 
yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, so that I guess you know, I, I think we can, we kind of agree that you know, psychologizing can be used inappropriately, um, just like almost everything else. Um, you know, in, in the middle of a debate. I mean, you know, in, in the in the Ron Paul debate, I kind of wanted to. Uh, that's why I posted the kind of meta thread about it. I wanted to separate out the you know the our uh, discussions about the psychology and the you know the debate itself from the debate. Um, but no one really responded to the meta debate. Um, you know, to the meta thread that I posted. Um, so, which is fine, you know. I think um, but, just uh, a, bit, uh, a bit wary of the, of the topic at this point, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought there was some you know, interesting stuff, you know, that went on there. But, um, you know, I mean, and what I was trying to do there was to, you know, be self-critical as well, and I did have a few criticisms of myself. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, so I guess that kind of covers the psychologizing uh, issue. And... Um, you know, I guess, you know, so, you know, some of the other things I had to talk about were kind of just the, mis the misquoting, which I, you know, I mentioned. And this happened in, you know, the part of uh, several, you know, uh, anti-Ron Paul uh, posters um, in debating me and, and maybe a few other people, um, you know. And, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, that, that uh, some people brought up was, you know, that this was going on and, you know, you, uh, uh, you know, you banned, um, you know, the, I don't know if you banned the 9/11 guy, but you know you banned Bob and you know and whatnot. Um, you know, but these guys were you know rampantly misquoting, and you know you didn't you didn't say anything to them uh, about about that. Though you know, I mean, I don't know how how much you were following. You know the the issues there. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, and I mean, I, I can I can only judge the stuff that I see. Uh, I mean, certainly with the Niels yeah. and Greg thing, I, I jumped in. But uh, you know, that's just people got to tell me if if something if something's going on. Uh, you guys have a little bit more flexibility than I do because I have to sort of do the whole board thing. Uh, but if somebody's just not, I mean, just not, don't respond to them. I mean, if somebody's just really annoying in their debating style, then there's just no point debating them. I mean, that I don't have as much flexibility because I got to keep the order a little bit more. But uh, that's one possibility. The, the other thing, of course, is just just email me and say, look, this this person is being really difficult and misquoting, and I'll I'll do what I can. I mean, obviously, I yeah, and you know, I too. guess I'm sorry. I just I want people yeah, to enjoy the dinner party too. So just let me know. Yeah, and I, I guess, you know, that, that seems, um, you know, where I was kind of coming from is that, you know, I'll be honest, it was, um, you know, it seemed like, uh, you know, you know, once you banned uh, Bob, um, and then I don't know if there's anyone else um, around, around, maybe uh, this, some other person. Yeah, no, the 9-11 uh, guy, I asked him to stop posting, because yeah. it was just, I mean, that was just, I, I know when people can't come back from a conversation in the moment, right, then it's just, you know, go cool off and, you know, whatever, right? But, you know, when, when it was, I, I, you know, obviously I completely agreed with the, um, I, I don't know anything about the 9-11 thing, so I have nothing to say there, but uh, I completely agreed with the deheading beheading guy oh, yeah. and the, 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 the terminus guy who got really, you know, pissed off. Yeah, or, he seemed to be know, called a troll guy who was pretty honest, right? <laughs> yeah, um, you know, and uh, I understood all of that. And, you know, but then it was just, you know, this, um, you know, and, and I'll, you know, I'll take some, uh, take some slack there because, uh yeah, it kind of it was kind of a quick jumping to a conclusion, but you know when you you know you banned um, Bob, and then you know there were these other guys who were you know because he was the pro Ron Paul guy or one of the pro Ron Paul guys, and then there were you know the these other posters who were anti Ron Paul and, and engaging in similar kind of behavior, you know it just kind of seemed like you know there was a selection bias, you know who in who we were banning, but you know I mean um, certainly I understand that you know. Uh, 
I was out yeah, of the Ron Paul debate, uh, like I was engaging yeah. in those threads. And look, I mean, it could be. Obviously, I'm going to be as as, as uh, risky. It's going to be as risky for me to have that kind of bias as anyone. So that's just a matter of of letting me know, right? Yeah. And if I and, tell you, know, you to, to I screw screw off because it's, you know I'm only for the Ron the anti Ron Paul people, then you can whatever, right? But yeah, you know, and um, I, you know, I guess it was kind of you know the the context surrounding that where um, you know, a couple of uh, it just you know it seemed to me like um. I'm not quite sure exactly what it seemed like, but it seemed like, you know, if I uh, if I brought this up, you know, maybe I would have been banned as well. Um, right, right. You know, that, that was that, kind of there. Are, there are a lot of um, uh, people. I don't think people understand the the negative um, consequences to to imposing a ban. Like I, I think people think that it's just you know, well, Steph gets upset and he bans people, right? You know, I'm I'm fully aware of the chilling effect that it has on people. I'm fully aware of the the volatility that comes out of it. I'm fully aware that there are going to be certain people who are going to come in and cause trouble and polarize. Like it's not a small thing to do. It's not something that I take lightly and it's not something I do without going over with Christina, thinking about it, podcasting about it, having conversations with people. I mean, it's not something that I do lightly because I'm aware, you know, if I keep kicking people out of my dinner party, I'm not going to have much of a dinner party, right? So uh, it is a complex thing. And this is how I understand the DRO thing, right? Sort of in a bit more uh, of a real world way than some of other people, but it's uh, uh, it's uh, it's definitely not something that I take lightly. So uh, for sure, it is. Uh, yeah, it's not I, something I where it's like, I mean, oh, some an email I, I don't you know, like. So, right. I guess you know my thinking was that you know the, the people who I was thinking of had done kind of the same thing as uh, as Bob or you know mis was misquoting and uh, kind of using these you know ad hominem arguments and the you know I mean they've acted at least as as you know as uh, to the same extent that he had you know and they weren't banned and my thinking you know my actually you know it's not that I wanted them to be banned I just wanted him not to be banned as well um you know so I, I certainly would not um you know point to these people and say I want you know I think these people ought to be banned as you know along with uh, Bob but no but I mean um, you you certainly since I'm the one who's saying if somebody does something they need to justify it on principle well, absolutely, the same rule applies to me. I mean, like, if 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 you feel that I'm acting inconsistently as the admin, then for sure. I mean, this is the argument that I make with other people, which I'm completely subjected to myself. So that's just a matter of making me aware of it. Yeah, I mean, and I could tell you these, these individuals' names, but uh, actually, it was in the email that I sent. Oh no, I, I used uh, pseudonyms for their for their handles, but. Um, you know, but I mean, it wasn't, uh, you know, the, I, I, I certainly did not, you know, want any, you know, that action taken against them um, because I thought, you know, I, 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 there are other, many other threats where they were very productive and, you know, it was interesting interacting with them. Um, All right. You know, now, listen, I do have some place to get to tonight and we've been almost two hours. So is there anything else that you wanted to, uh, to end up with or should we save some for another time or maybe you want to call back in on Sunday or what's your pleasure? Um, I guess, you know, the, now the only other thing that I would, you know, um, this, this kind of, I guess this kind of gets, we talked about all of the board issues that I had to talk about, I believe. And then the only other thing was just the, the kind of the details of your argument in your uh, board, in your premium board. Yeah, what you uh, feel you know, was the ad hominem stuff. Yeah, and I don't know if we want to talk about that sometime. Because that's kind of a separate issue. Yeah, well, maybe and, we can talk about that another time, because uh, I don't think that would be a very quick discussion. Yeah, so uh, certainly, you know, we can uh, save that for later. Um, actually, I'm not going to be here this weekend, but... Uh, you know, we can talk about that elsewhere. Sure. Um, so, you know, I, I think we've kind of got to some, you know, made some, pro I hope you think we've made some progress on this uh, board issues thing. And, you know, there were a few things that were kind of, you know, bothering me. And like you said, yeah, there was kind of a, I did kind of, you know, there was just, you know, they were just kind of bothering me, like I mentioned to you. And, um, you know, I think we've kind of, you know, talked about them and, um, and kind of, you know, 
flushed it out. So, you know, I'm uh, feeling better about it. And I, I still think it's unfortunate, you know, that this, this, this whole thing is unfortunate, but, you know, um, relevant in my opinion, I certainly understand, you know, that you have to, you know, you can't, um, you know, you just have to enjoy interacting with people for, for them to be on the board, you know, otherwise, uh, you know, <laughs> it's not, you know, you're not going to be able to do this uh, on a full-time basis or any basis at all. Right, right, so. right. Okay, well, thanks for the conversation. Uh, I'll uh, I'll try and give it a clean up, and uh, I'll give it. To you. I'm sorry. Right after, I'll try. I'll uh, try and give uh, uh, it a clean up, and I'll have you a chance to listen to it before I post. Okay. All right. Thanks, thanks man. Bye. Bye.